0: Hey Dr. Dr. Jones, no, no time, time for, for love. love. It's harmless, harmless phosphorescence. Hello everyone. I was happy in Shanghai. I had a little house and a garden. My friends were rich. We went to parties all the time in limousines. And now I'm on this podcast. It's your host Throw Smiley. Who's joining me this week?
1: Hi, it's everyone's favorite lucky child sidekick, Josh Cece.
2: Kali Ma protects us. We are her children. We pledge our devotion to her with our offering of flesh and blood. I'm just kidding. I'm Brian Lesh. Would never do that to you.
3: Harvest Phosphorescence. I'm Alaric Weber. I spoke with your assistant. We've managed to secure three seats, but there might be a slight inconvenience as you will be riding on a cargo full of live poultry.
1: <laughs> Spirit Airlines
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nice try, Laushe.
0: Uh This nice is Harmless try. Phosphorescence It's the podcast where uh, currently we're watching Indiana Jones <laughs> We're going to gather some research into the production and tell you about it This show is brought to you by our patrons Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Briquette. You can be a patron, too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment. we got a lot of bonus content there. we got some Star Wars shows. Um, Some music shows are up there. Uh, We just put Encino Man up because we do a monthly movie that is for patrons only. And uh, this uh, last month we did Encino Man. This month we're doing a movie I still cannot remember the name of starring Rutger Hauer. Yeah,
2: Rutger (laughs) Hauer and... Seattle, after the Punisher's
0: done? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Rutger Howard Rutger just fighting uh, grunge bands <laughs> 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 for the supremacy of the Northwest. Um, this week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
4: has a name, it must be Indiana Jones
0: from Steven Spielberg and George Lucas
4: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom
2: Don't believe me. You will, Dr. Jones.
0: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, That was released May twenty third, nineteen eighty four. It had a running time of one hundred and eighteen minutes. It cost twenty six million dollars and made three hundred and thirty three million. Wow! So yeah, another another big old whopping hit for George and Steven. They're cranking them out. Um. On that note, guys, uh, you want to play the box office top 10 game. Yeah. Yeah. This is the game where I will describe the top 10 movies of the week of May twenty third, 1984. And guys, you're going to try to guess what movie I'm describing. Um, there's just a few out of the top 10 um, I thought was interesting. At number 12 was Moscow on the Hudson. <clears throat> huh. Which is, a, that's a oh, movie I, I like. I like that movie. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. I'd, like, I'd be interested in revisiting it. Um, and then Splash uh, at number 11. Um, that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Disney edit of it on Disney Plus? Oh, the, the long no. hair?
2: I saw a picture of it on oh, the internet. Oh my yeah. God, it looks bad. They put, I mean,
0: they put they're s- trying
2: to hide... Butts from kids, you know, but also keeping the tearing hearts out of men. In mm-hmm. Disney's got their priorities straight. A little bit of booty will, I don't know, ruin your did life.
1: They, did they keep in the the scene with Tom Hanks and John Candy as kids, like throwing the coins on the ground, to upskirt?
0: Uh, probably. Oh, probably. Yes. <laughs> You're probably I mean, left
2: that. Yeah, we yeah. don't we don't mind violence and. Perversion. We just and don't perversion. like nudity. God forbid Nudie. we
0: see Daryl oh. Hannah's butt. Yeah. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> Mermaid <laughs> I've
2: butts. <laughs> are I've seen it plenty of times. <laughs> I watched this movie, or watched that movie a lot as a kid. I watched this yeah.
1: movie. Yeah. I watched Splash a lot, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. loved yeah,
2: you it. It used to, like, run on TBS or something every, like, two days.
1: It was on HBO all the time. Yeah. All yeah. the time.
0: So, but, all right. At number 10. For the week, May twenty third, nineteen eighty four, a city teenager moves to a small town where rock music and dancing have been banned. <laughs>
1: you got to cut loose, foot loose, foot loose,
0: foot loose. Yeah, the original. I think we did the. I think we had the remake on <laughs> a box office top ten just a few weeks ago.
2: Probably, yeah, oh, we did. We were having a Berenstain Bears moment. I was like, we did not do Footloose. No. No, yeah. the movie, no.
0: no. No, we did not.
2: We did not. I mean, well, Footloots we did either. it.
1: It wasn't as good as our Galaxy Quest. Was, <laughs>
2: was that before or after Roadhouse? Yeah, uh, no, in Roadhouse <laughs> we, did, we actually Roadhouse. did. <laughs> Roadhouse was real. <laughs> it wasn't a dream. Yeah, I remember them both vividly.
0: <laughs> At number nine... A missing heir of a respected Scottish family after being missing for many years finally returns to his estate only to realize the difference between the world he came from and the world to, into which he was born. This is an Arthur Tarzan, this. the
3: legend of Greystoke?
0: Yes, it is. Oh my god. Wow. There's an wow, entire wow. That was amazing, by the way. There was an entire paragraph on this poster. I'm just gonna read it really quickly here
1: so funny. Such a simple story.
0: Right? In 1886, following a shipwreck... uh, This is on the poster. You would see this in the theater. In 1886, following a shipwreck off the west coast of Africa, an infant child became part of a family of apes who raised and protected him. As he grew, he learned the laws of the jungle and eventually claimed the title Lord of the Apes. Yet, years later, when he was returned to civilization, he would remain uncertain as to which laws he should obey, those of man or those of the jungle. Now the director of Chariots of Fire captures this epic adventure of a man caught between two different worlds. That's in like Times New Roman 12 point font. Wow.
2: I mean, there's a movie there, but is that how you market that movie?
0: That's the post. The the, the paragraph. Like the, of can Tarzan text?
2: read? If that if that character could read, he'd be upset that that's how you're selling this movie. That's fully <laughs> half the
0: poster. The pictures are like the bottom third. Why isn't it a guy
2: <laughs> in a fucking suit swinging through the jungle or something, or Tarzan walking around the streets of New York, or just I... even the legend of Tarzan? Because like that... reborn, or like
1: why do they a need to? Ex- why do they Tarzan
0: in a courtroom? Boom. Boom. Why in 19... I'll see that. Why in 1984 were they finding the need to explain what Tarzan was to movie goers? Cocaine.
2: I know. Cocaine, man. Yeah. They're like, you know what people no. want? Words. This year, it's they, words.
1: They grew up with like Johnny Weissmuller and stuff like like They grew up with Tarzan.
2: Uh, just an yeah. aside, I lived in Johnny Weissmuller's house in Hawaii for like a That's year. And it was dope. incredible. He had a 50 foot slide and it was like the most cocaine chic place in the planet. I love it. I bet.
0: Um. All right. At number nine, I'm sorry, at number eight this week, opening this week at number eight. A spoiled rich young man hires a young hustler who lives in a broken car and owes money to a dicey loan shark to take his place in his elite prep school and graduate for him. Trading places? No. No. No, no trading places. They were Wall Street guys. Oh, that's right. Well, And that, and that was, yeah, Prince and the Pauper Yeah. Pretty
1: yeah. directly. This one. Um...
0: This stars Judd Nelson. And then a bunch of guys no one's ever heard of. Oh, Dana Olsen. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Palmer Woodrow III earned his diploma the old-fashioned way. He hired <laughs> Eddie Keaton to graduate for him, is the tagline. Um, let's see. Making I, the grade. Yeah. Is that it? It's called Making the Grade. Yeah.
1: I knew oh. that was a movie, but I blindly... You got it, Josh. It right. was uh, tucked in there somewhere, one of the folds of my brain.
0: Yeah, wow. I had not heard of that movie, so good on you. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> good on me.
0: Um, that's the only movie in this entire top ten, which I'm not like at least pretty familiar with um, or have not seen. Actually, yeah, I think every other movie, other than that one in this top ten, I've seen multiple times.
1: Well, and it's not like the description is what I thought. Making the grade was like one of those movies where like a chick pretends to oh. like one of the guys, kind of thing. Mm. Um, it was. Yeah, guess.
0: no, it was Judd Nelson pretending to be rich or something. Oh my God, this this has okay. All right, uh, all right. At number. Number seven. A girl's birthday is anything but special. Her family forgets <laughs> about it, and she suffers from every embarrassment oh. possible. 16. 16. 16. 16 candles. 16 candles. 16 candles. Yep. Wait. That's. Okay, never mind. Anyways. Disruption. This also has a paragraph of text on that's the
2: funny. poster. Oh, please read it to us. I love this movie as a little kid. This is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I still do. I know yeah. John Hughes's problem. Uh, okay. Oh, whatever. I love John Hughes. <laughs> I, th- I think. Yeah, me too. I think my mom was sixteen. Is John Hughes problematic? I is thought, that a thing? I think. I had no idea. I, oh.
0: I think there's a few things like Sixteen Candles, particularly because of Long Duck Dong.
2: Well, Long Duck and, Dong is fucking. Well, super and weird. Farmer yeah. Farmer Ted makes
1: it with, mm. the, oh. you know, Beauty Queen, but. She's passed out. They end up getting together, but yeah, it's oh, like one of those yeah. Revenge of the Nerds things where you're like, "Oh right, he yeah. did assault her." I kind of forgot.
2: My mom was sixteen when this movie came out. I'm pretty sure. Oh so wow, that was this was like when she was in high school, and I watched. Wow, it. So this is like one of her favorite things to put on.
0: Okay, so yeah, here's the, here's the text of the poster. It's the time of your life that may last a lifetime. Samantha Baker is turning sixteen, and she's fallen in love for the first time. It should be the best time of her life, but her family is so preoccupied with her sister's wedding they totally forgot her birthday, the boy she loves doesn't know she exists and the class clown is putting the make on her, and she still has to go to school, ride the bus, put up with an annoying younger brother, a hopelessly vain older sister, four delirious grandparents and a whacked out foreign exchange student. Well hang in there Samantha, the day's not over yet, you may still get one wish. Wow! Yeah. What a mess. They were like, we need to explain the entire movie to you on the poster. Plot All point by plot point.
1: Yeah. They're so like, look, uh, if you didn't understand Tarzan, you're not going to
0: understand 16 it. Candles. <laughs> like, we never said we didn't understand Tarzan. Like, we don't have time <laughs> to listen to you. Look, you don't. Take <laughs> n- it from me. Uh, At number six this week. Uh, Okay, yeah, this one does not have a paragraph. (laughs) but Okay, at number six. A group of good-hearted but incompetent misfits enter a school, but the instructors there are not going to put up with their pranks. It's a very specialized school. You could even call it a trade school. (laughs) Oh porkies or something? No, no, no. What'd you say, Josh? Ski school? No, 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 not ski school.
2: Um this is this is is, police academy? It is police academy. uh, Police academy. Pranksters, okay.
0: The new police recruits call them slobs, call them jerks, call them gross. Just don't call them when you're in trouble. That actually ages pretty accurately.
2: Yeah. <laughs> some some things will never change.
0: Uh, it's funny how in the 80s we're like, isn't it funny how cops have guns and are terrible?
2: Yeah. The Beast of Power is funny. It's not. Funny. Uh, and, and incompetence, bureaucratic incompetence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those movies are still hilarious. I, I think I was telling oh. you guys. I, I watched it without sound at the bar the other day and I was laughing. Just because it's such visual gags, Pratt falls on.
0: That's, I mean, those are ones I have not revisited probably since the 80s or early 90s at the latest. I'd be very curious to see how they held up.
2: Not well, but they're hilarious still. If you liked it when you were a kid, you'll probably still laugh and feel a little
0: bit guilty. (laughs) All right. That's really all I want these days. (laughs) Yeah, I want to feel
2: something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. If uh, you count directors, then I'm just one degree from all of the uh, police academy, because
2: I worked with Bobcat. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was weird seeing Bobcat and not hearing his voice. Yeah, I bet. Actually, it was not weird. It was a gift. It was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I know. To
1: hear him talk like a
2: human being, which he mostly does.
0: Well, we, think actually, we actually got a uh, special request at some point but from uh, from um, our uh, Beckwith, our uh, yeah, our our uh, executive producer Michael Beckwith to do Shakes the Clown. Oh my god! Oh, I love
1: that movie. Yeah. I have it on VHS.
0: I haven't seen it in a while, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that at some point.
1: It's packed full of so many comedians, like including a young Adam Sandler <laughs> like, oh, before yeah. he was in anything. Really? I don't remember Bravo. that. Well, it's hard to identify the cameos because they're clowns. Like Robin Williams teaches a
2: mime class. I do remember naturally. that. That I do remember. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah, because yeah. he
0: was an actual mime too.
2: Yeah. And he's yeah, he's incredible he was. He at it. Yeah,
0: Juilliard. But anyway. Yeah. But, all right. At number five this week, a couple who participated in a potent medical experiment <laughs> gained telepathic <laughs> ability and then have a kid. Star child or stumbling star kid? Hey. No. no, this is um. this stars David Keith and Drew Barrymore based on a Stephen King novel. Oh, Firestarter. Fire, she's the Firestarter, Freaky Firestarter. Yes,
2: <laughs> or,
0: or now they're called yeah.
1: influencers
2: because <laughs> yeah. she's too young to be in what's it called, right? <laughs> to uh, be. Oh, no, Carrie was Sissy Spacey. Was oh, Carrie, yeah. she was in? Drew Barrymore? There's another, yeah, she was in another horror movie, wasn't she? Oh, in, she was in Cat's Eye, wasn't Cat's she? Cat's
1: Eye. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. But that was yeah. a weird one. Yeah. Um, Firestarter also <laughs> has... Oh, and George C. Scott, I forgot. Freddie Jones, Wait. Heather Locklear, Martin Sheen. Art Carney? C. Scott was in Firestarter? I don't remember that. Art Carney is the one a, that got me. It was me. a big
1: budget film. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I just it remember the faces well. that Drew Barrymore made. She's such an adorable little baby in that oh, movie. God. The whole t- just mad, mad little. T-
0: yeah. yeah. So this it's also so has good. a paragraph. Um, <laughs> here we go. Reading the I paragraphs think, off movie posters. Do you think Stephen King
2: church? hates people's uh, summarizing his movies into paragraphs?
0: <laughs> probably. He probably. Does. probably. Charlie McGee is a happy, healthy eight-year-old little girl. Normal in every way but one. She has the power to set objects on fire with just one glance. (laughs) Except one thing. <laughs> it's a power she does not want. It's a power she cannot control. And each night Charlie prays to be just like every other child. But there are those who will do everything in their power to find her, control her or destroy her. Charlie McGee is Stephen King's fire starter. Will she have the power to survive?
1: <laughs> that was a lot.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah man wow, huh?
0: All they had to say was Stephen Kings fire starter and then drew Barrymore with flames around her that's it you for got real. the movie you get that's it <laughs> and then on the bottom it should say psychosomatic attic insane <laughs> um what is that from a uh, prodigy prodigy yeah. for the song Firestarter. starter i am yeah, a right, right. Starter. freaky fire that's right um, at number four, a mousy romance novelist sets off for Columbia to ransom her kidnapped sister. Aww, romancing the Stone. Romancing yeah. the Stone. That's a movie I watched the hell out of. Oh, so, yeah. Um, At number three this week.
2: Wait, are those on our list? They romancing should because the they should be because I learned a little bit about them and they're insane. Michael Douglas did a lot of that himself. Mm, he wanted yeah. to be Indiana Jones, yes, yeah. and yeah. paid out of his wazoo to make that happen.
1: And it movie. paid off
0: too. Oh it yeah, did.
1: no. Jewel of the Nile is okay, but it's um, okay.
0: Yeah, *Romancing the Stone*. Whew. That is one yeah. of my all-time favorites. Yeah, it's no.
2: so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, those should those those are on our list absolutely. We'll get to him at some point.
2: Yeah. They're technically a series. There's two of them.
0: Close enough. Um, Well,
2: and and they end with uh, what's that falling down? That's when he comes back to LA.
0: (laughs) That's the trilogy.
2: (laughs) Where do you think he got all those skills, man? I will
0: absolutely do that as a trilogy.
1: (laughs) He's had all he can stand.
0: At number three this week. A struggling young jazz dancer meets up with two street dancers. Together, they become a sensation of the street crowds. This is uh what's that, Groovin' 2, Electric Boogaloo, whatever uh, that movie is? No, it's, it's not. Breaking. It, 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 breakin'. breakin'. It's the first breakin'. breakin'. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is one I watched numerous times. Sure.
2: I've yep. only seen this in the background, like, at people's houses when it was on TV. I still have never sat down and watched this movie.
0: I mean, it's not a great just, movie. Yeah, I just know, no, it's but it's like a cultural yeah.
2: trope kind of thing.
0: It's a very interesting look at a, a subculture of urban subculture in the early 80s. Um, <laughs>
1: but like what, one that, you know, eventually, especially African-American, but eventually it becomes noticed by white mainstream media. And mm-hmm. so then they try to show you what they think their version
2: of that like, scene is, yeah, hoop dreams kind of thing, yeah, like, yeah, it changed everybody's like, Oh, we can now be more intimate the way we talk about the culture, yeah, yeah. like we finally caught on, and so here's our take <laughs> you know,
1: it's like <laughs> po- Poo- Poochie from the Simpsons,
2: you know? Poochie. <laughs> it's not authentic. Uh, luckily, he died on the way back to his mom,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to the extreme. Um, Do the extreme. Rest in peace, (laughs) Poochie. Poochie was from another planet? I guess so. I guess so.
1: You got a real nice uh, home here, Homer.
0: (laughs) Or family. At number two, a middle aged unknown comes seemingly out of nowhere to become a legendary baseball player with almost supernatural talent. The rookie. No, No. the The natural. the The natural. The rookie was the kid. That's a, that's the one. No, I was a Yeah, I yeah, yeah.
1: was a good guess of that. Yeah, the natural. That
2: was a big the mat. That's a great movie. I love it. Yeah, it is. I like baseball. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do with <laughs> it what you will. Uh, what's his face.
0: Redford. Um, Redford. Redford. Yeah. Redford. Yeah. Yeah. Redford. Um, and yeah. at number one this week. In 1935, Indiana Jones is tasked by Indian villagers with reclaiming a rock stolen from them by a secret cult beneath the catacombs of an ancient palace. Uh, I like how how you
2: you have to drop the first, uh, like the the introduction to have this movie make any sense. Yeah. Because if you tried to explain that it opens in Shanghai and then they fall out of an airplane into the story it derails the whole description of this movie. The,
1: that is an interesting element to the story though. The yeah. like oh, the, yeah. the falling ass backwards into the adventure instead yep. of the first one we see in Indy who's very calculated. Like, yeah, Whereas I don't, the, I don't search for any.
0: Yeah, whereas this one? It's this is the I feel like this is the only one that is like Indy just happened upon an adventure. It's just a a wacky adventure yeah. Indy got into. All the rest feel like Something indie's doing, right? When we get to the when we get to the end of this, I
2: like how they did that for this movie. I think that it is interesting. Like those belong in a museum, but yeah, they're just going to collect dust. It's it's cool to see indie shift.
1: And it was a shift. I think I said it off air, but like it was almost jarring how wacky this one was compared to the first one. I mean, that is its charm. That's why it is so much fun, but it was like, he was a very serious professor slash archaeologist. Now he's got a sidekick, and he's quipping, and he's hanging out
2: in jazz club. Well, and this movie <laughs> predates Raiders.
0: Yeah, yes. in the yeah. it's a prequel.
2: Which, yeah, which just raises a bunch of questions about Indy's perspe- perspective on magic.
0: It does, yeah. Mm. It, it does because of some stuff he says in Raiders, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Like, but,
2: it, but that's yeah, that's yeah. Nitpick, To but.
0: to Josh's point, um, and I also said this off air. This is very much more in the, the vein of Goonies than it is the like, rom- or Raiders of the Lost Ark. In a lot of this ways, this is
2: more mm-hmm. oriented towards children than Raiders was, uh, with the introduction of the, uh, Short Round. That's obvious.
0: It's it's just very interesting how Lucas and Spielberg stopped making at, at a point at this point in the early eighties, they stopped making movies that were good adventure movies that kids loved and started trying to make kids adventure movies, um, between E.T. Um, return of the Jedi and temple of doom. Like they were making movies for kids rather than just movies. Kids happened to like,
1: yeah, just like ushering in the blockbuster, they, especially Lucas and and the toys and everything, but they um, they saw children as an actual market. Yeah. Before then, it was like, well, kids don't have money. It's like no, but their parents do, and they influence how their parents spend that money. So, like a great example is *Romancing the Stone*. They, I, we all loved that. We just said, but no one had children in mind at all. Yeah, when they made well, that. and it's just and right. it's a similar kind of thing—an adventure in the jungles and.
0: Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's just how funny how long it took them to get well Lucas especially like you said to get out of that mindset because he was still one hundred percent in that for episode one. Um, that was,
2: I mean, I think the other movies may have benefited from that attitude not being so uh, yeah. fucking serious in clone wars and revenge of the sith it would have probably benefited the prequel trilogy of course everybody I loves them now but like it eh, benefited spielberg
1: and most of his movies you know like yeah there is whimsy in them yeah. even if even if they're a little heavy-handed like close encounters obviously that's more adult than et but it's still Family fun. I don't know how.
0: Simple, yeah. It, yeah. No, you know, no, like, it is like, no, I, I, I definitely, I don't know. There, there's a sweet spot. And I think by the time we get to, well, I mean, by the time we get to episode one, it's way, way over the line as far as that sweet spot. But um, in these ones, even like the three I mentioned, like uh, E.T. Re, Re, Jedi and um, Temple of Doom, I feel like they're kind of overshooting the mark on uh, aiming for kids too much. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I, that I can agree with that. I mean, I grew up with all those movies as like a five-year-old. So they're to me, they've all aged really well. I really enjoy them because of the nostalgia about around being a kid.
0: Oh no, but no, no, I can no. See
2: at the time, if you're over twelve, mm. it's hokey,
0: you know. Absolutely. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I was I was ages six to eight when those three movies I just mentioned came out. I was one hundred percent on board. Yeah. to the max I still love them all but as an adult looking back I'm like yeah
3: but it's interesting that uh, this movie in particular was uh, criticized for uh, its darker elements and violence and gore mm-hmm. and actually led towards uh, the creation of PG-13 yeah yeah
0: yeah and Spielberg himself was the one who who asked for that because he was like this is too much it can't be a PG
1: yeah, it's interesting because it's very campy violence. It is,
2: it is the the type of violence that they used to could have absolutely been shown off screen or not shown off screen, but you know, like out of frame. We don't need to see except a that animal. heart, the man's beating heart being pulled from his chest. As you a little can't... kid, I will never forget that scene because I was five years because old and was, was watching it. You know, awesome.
0: Like... Yeah. No, this is I weird. That... Our
2: our approach to violence versus like human bodies scantily clad is weird. It's really weird.
1: Well, again, Hollywood, they didn't, I don't know, they didn't consider children all that much, you know, and so having to start doing that, they weren't quite sure. So, yeah, exactly. It was like boobs, no boobs. We
0: know that that's probably not (laughs) Yeah, we know kids and boobs don't mix. (laughs) Well, except for when they're real little. (laughs) Then they mix a lot, but... (laughs)
1: Yeah, they do. It's like even Disney hadn't caught on yet necessarily. Like, mm -hmm. you know, most animated Disney movies were not strictly for children. Dark and weird.
0: Yeah, they really were. And this was like – this was right – I mean, uh, I know it has its – Defenders and detractors, but Black Cauldron was right in this period too. And it was kind of one of the darkest, weirdest of those. Yeah. It was kind of the culmination of Disney being dark and weird before they had to reboot and start making a little mermaid.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, what, it's Dark Cauldron, then Fox and the Hound.
0: No, Black Cauldron so was, was before Fox and the Hound, that- then the Black Cauldron.
2: Oh, okay. Black Black Cauldron was the last one
1: before Katzenberg took over, right? And ushered in the new, you know,
0: and Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid Lying. Well, and they went five years without an animated feature, which was a very long time for them. And they were focusing on, um, on uh, rebooting their classic characters, and that's where they started coming. That's when they started working on. Uh, Ducktales and Rescue Rangers and all of that. Uh huh. Yeah,
2: that was a weird one. I saw that in the theater. Black culture. John Hurt, mm-hmm. right, as the witch or the witch, the wizard. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, but yeah. it's it's hella spooky. <gasps> it
1: was the first movie I saw with the girl. It wasn't a mm-hmm. date. We were we were friends, but it was the first time. Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I know. Big moment in anyone's life. Uh, um, so she's gay. I think she was gay then.
1: You know, <laughs> just, just nobody knew. <laughs> just didn't know how to. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, um. So all right, the production of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So um, after Raiders. Uh. George and Steve got busy on other stuff. (laughs) Empire Strikes Back, E.T., what have (laughs) you. Bits and bobs, you know. Yeah, they worked on a few things here and there. Um, But basically, uh, you know, they they knew they were going to probably make a sequel to Raiders. Um, But it was George who had the idea that they just make it a an adventure that Indiana had and not a direct sequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark which again is a very important thing to do it like really sets the the it's it sets a lot of the tone that this film has and a lot of the way that the series is remembered i mean it's
2: it's so far in the past that it's easy enough to go back and get a story from any point in Indiana Jones's life and retell
1: yeah like it expands the universe yeah you know what i mean instead of these rigid parameters of he would he did this at this age he did this at this age well
2: and it's not like star wars which is happening in parallel with things that are happening in the real world you know like does that make sense like i think so vietnam war response and then phantom menace is like in response to the world at the time you know yeah. I don't know trade, why, but, yeah, trade delegations and yeah,
0: exactly. diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah. So, um, some of the ideas they originally had um, was um, well, originally Spielberg wanted to bring back Marion Ravenwood and have Abner Raven- Ravenwood be in it, a prequel with them. Um, but that was uh, abandoned pretty quickly. George wanted to have an opening chase scene. Where Indiana Jones is on a motorcycle being chased along the Great Wall of China and they would then discover a lost world inhabited by dinosaurs. Oh
2: god. Yeah.
0: Wow, am I glad that didn't happen. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um that would have yeah, been they weren't
0: they weren't ready. No. <laughs> no, they weren't. Um yeah. Wow. Another idea was to um, feature the monkey king as a plot device. Um,
1: I love the way you say it, like there is a monkey king, like, like he's has elected
0: monkey. or not elected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, who elected you king, monkey? <laughs> um, Chinese authorities refused permission for them to film in China, so they abandoned all of those ideas. Then Lucas uh, George wrote a film treatment that included a haunted castle in Scotland. So it was going to be like a ho- like a horror haunted castle kind of thing. Like I'm wondering if it would have been more like a like a um, a glass onion type setting, <laughs> like Agatha Christie. Yeah. Um, I'm so wonder- glad
2: that we went to Asia. Yeah, and, you know, we started in Peru and then wound up in Egypt, and then this, we start in China, and we wind up in India. Like, it fits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, But then George came up what? with the idea for this one. They asked Lawrence Kasdan to write it again, but he said, I didn't want to be associated with the Temple of Doom. I thought it was horrible. It's so mean. There's nothing pleasant about it. I think Temple of Doom represents a chaotic period in both of their lives, and the movie is very ugly and mean-spirited. It involves a religious cult, child slavery, black magic, and human sacrifice.
1: Yeah, That's... it's weird that Lucas was like interested in leaning into the supernatural elements mm-hmm. so heavy. He still That's ended a... up getting a lot of them in there. I would have thought he would be the opposite with this franchise.
2: I like that judgment on the two of them from him that's really interesting he's like if they're young i don't know man they're going through some shit i don't want to be involved yeah well, there's no wisdom yeah
1: and there's no grand story to tell the first one is you know you've got the judeo-christian stuff you've got the nazis very tangible bad guys and yeah
2: yeah this, this is now a the... quarter main this lacks that focus that we have as just members of society that are aware of the Ark of the Covenant and Nazis being bad. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, uh, so is the Raj good? Who's good yeah. in India at this moment? Because I feel a little weird cheering for the Raj and the British soldiers that appear Oh, the yeah, right.
0: the British who saved the day. <laughs>
2: like, oh, that's so great. Just give it a few years before your people are introduced to family. Uh, Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's been happening for the past 30 years, I think, at this point.
0: I mean, was there a single moment that was good about the British
2: in India? Well, uh, but I mean, the British weaponized famine. Uh, Yeah, because famine happens. It's one thing to have it happen and be like, oh, we need to respond to this. It's another thing to be like, ah, famine happens. (laughs) What's a few million children and elderly people?
1: It it especially happens when your religion tells you to let a very prime food source just wander in and out of your houses. Well, I would. Those. I don't want to
2: blame. I don't want to blame their religious beliefs on. On. on I'll fans. do it. I mean, I mean, I'll blame Churchill. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> there
1: there were factors, but I still find yeah. it. If, if two thirds of the stupid. rice
2: wasn't being uh, exported, maybe uh, they would have been just fine. You know.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe it's there. Maybe. It's, it's a it's a rich tapestry that fucked up the subcontinent, but um, colonialism was not helpful. Yeah, it was
2: not absolutely not. It was not the thuggy cult <laughs> that drove India into. into Do we know camp. that for sure?
0: Were they working there below <laughs> the surface the whole time?
2: Yeah, it, Indy carries a lot of water for uh. Yeah, he
1: draws it's, a lot of it's,
2: water in his
1: yeah. um You don't draw so, Jake Lebowski.
0: So originally, George, uh, George and his ideas, wanted Indiana's sidekick to be a young, gorgeous, virginal princess.
2: <laughs> George, Always heavily stop. medicated. I, yeah.
1: George.
2: The is there. We, uh, uh, we, uh, why does the word virginal, virginal have to be in it? Like...
0: Like, oh, I'm George. Hi. Um,
2: it's like we don't want a slutty teenager with Indiana Jones. He'll get the wrong idea. We already did that. With has the anyone Raven seen the one. clip of him at
1: um, Skywalker Ranch talking to like some advisors and writers during Episode One? Oh, oh yes. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one where um, they they bring up the, I can't remember the question they ask him, and he pauses quietly for quite a while, and then he's like, "I may have made a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> that's all he's. <laughs> Everyone at the table is looking around like, yeah, well, you it's expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, no no no, there's no there's the that's great and the the scene where he just viewed episode 1's rough cut with Steven Spielberg and he walks out and it's like, "Oh my god. Oh my god." Yeah. I <laughs> love it. And and George is like, "No." Or Steve is like, "No no no, it's it's great, George." And he's like, "Great at jerking people around." <laughs>
1: I may have made a mistake. Uh, huh.
0: I mean, D- episode, the prequels are what happens when no one tells George Lucas no, when he doesn't will, have someone there raining him in, including his doctor who writes his prescription. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I will I still defend
2: Menace. I think that if it had been followed up as strongly, the, those movies would have been much better. But.
0: I, oh God, so we don't want to go down this road, yeah. but... just we will. Very, keep, yeah, very briefly. Revisit our Star Wars episode. Phantom Menace has the bones for a great movie. <laughs> it just didn't get there. It's like a house. If you tear down all the facade, it's got a really great foundation, and you can, you can well, make it into something livable. Clone
2: Wars, <laughs> the story is interesting, but the movie is not that story. No. Yeah,
0: it's no. just... No, no, both one and two, and then three is just like, hey, we got to finish this shit up. Yeah, it's a big bow. Yeah, you slap it on the ass and send it into the theaters. So, all right. Anyways, Temple of Doom. Lawrence Kasdan didn't come back, so uh, they hired Willard Hyuk and Gloria Katz, who we have talked about before, because they wrote. Um, they they have uncredited rewrites on uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and very credited rights. On Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Willard Yuck. I knew that name. They were they were a writing team. I think they might have been a couple. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, husband. Yep, they were a married. A couple of jokers. Yeah, uh, American Graffiti. They wrote, um, Radio wow. Murders. More ag- American Graffiti.
1: <laughs> that was a weird movie. That
0: was. Um, and of course, uh, d- directed by S- Steven Spielberg again. Um, joining Indy, we got Kate Cabshaw, aka Mrs. Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Wait, they met. That's his wife? Yeah, Willie is Spielberg's wife. I think since this, then that they met on married. set. They met on yeah. set and and They're have been married.
2: together ever since. I had no idea. That's yeah. really cool. Good for him. Good yeah, for Steve. He's a
1: very he's a very boring little guy. <laughs> <It really laughs> he's is. never party, never drugs, like other
2: his of his peers would talk about that. Well, and and like a boring rock star, you know, because those exist. You have to meet people at shows. It makes sense that he met a star on one of his friend's movies. Well, it's his movie too, but
1: yeah, I mean, that's how a lot of select, Yeah, because they live in such insular worlds. I mean, you could. Linda and Paul McCartney on, you know, yeah. just like yeah. whoever's in close proximity because you don't get to go to the
2: club. Well, yeah, without people like us coming up and going, hey, so why in Temple of Doom does this <laughs> happen? <laughs> like, like got- I'm trying to get kissed, man. Leave me alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Kate Capshaw prior to this didn't have a whole lot. Of, like, she was just starting out. She was in a movie called A Little Sex. <laughs>
2: And, just uh, <laughs> it, just
0: so they could keep the PG rating, or what? I guess. Just yeah. a little sex. This was only her second film, uh, *Temple of Doom*. So, um, she's incredible. Oh yeah, she's,
2: I, yeah she. Eats she's exactly every this scene character. She's in. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: she's great at the whip smart Kraken, but like also like a very different character than Marion Ravenwood. But's got some of the same like given Indy as much as she gets kind of energy.
1: Yeah, but like that. Yeah. Howard Hawks kind of like, yeah. hey, I'm a sassy broad. You can't tell me what to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> after this, of course, <laughs> she would go on to be in quite a few films. I'm sure being married to Steven Spielberg helped get her cast. Uh, Dreamscape, <laughs> Space Camp, The Quick and the Dead. Um, she she retired. Space camp,
1: the quick and the dead. <laughs> I wish it wasn't
0: Um, she stopped working at the end of the nineties and was just like, I don't need to do this anymore. I'm married to Steve Spielberg. Like,
1: I'm gonna raise some little burglets.
0: Yeah, Steve Steve has a lot of bar mitzvahs to visit. We don't have time for me to make. <laughs> That's
1: right. He found her at one. <laughs> it was her bot mitzvah.
0: That's when uh. robots reach people. <laughs> um, and <Yeah. laughs> uh, Kehi Kwan as short round, um, Oscar winner. Uh, uh. Pri- uh, this this was his first film. The Goonies was after this. Um, we he, talked about got him a in big
2: a- introducing slide. Like yeah, they introduced him in this
0: movie. Yeah, they did. Um we uh if you would like to go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment, you can hear us talk about him on Uncino Man. He was in that with uh his buddy Brendan Fraser, who also won an Oscar. Um so uh So wild. Yeah. Um he was an assistant fight choreographer on the X-Men, the two thousand the original X Men movie. I really? didn't
1: realize he
2: was a martial artist. And, yeah, I mean, he—you could tell that he had training as a kid. Yeah. In this, and
0: Jet Li's the one.
2: Wow, yeah. he was a coordinator for a Jet Li movie. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah wow. that's more than just
0: knowing martial arts.
2: Yeah. So he must have been known in the community as like a go-to person. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if he if he worked with Spielberg again doing that. Kind of thing. Nothing's Mm.
0: showing up on his or yeah, his IMDb. Um, So, as far as that goes, um, with that Spielberg-related, yeah. Um, Well, I mean, he
1: shadow directed the Goonies, so I'm sure he got him cast. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Then, uh, I think the only other one really worth mentioning is Amrish Puri as Mola Ram. Um, I okay. So I had this discussion a bit with Jude for 1984. This was fairly progressive in its portrayal of uh, non-white culture, of non-Western culture. Yeah. For 1984, they at least cast and used actual indian actors which was not something five years earlier would necessarily have happened
2: it's amazing that this wasn't ricardo montalban or something yeah um it's it's interesting too in that sense of it being fairly progressive of them holding uh hindu religion in equal uh level to islam and judaism and christianity yeah when he has that whole spiel i was like oh well that's kind of cool i guess but all religions are evil or have the capability of being evil.
1: Yeah. Or are, uh, on the other side of the coin, historically significant or interesting. Mm-hmm. It would have been a mistake to only have them go after the Judeo-Christian artifacts. I find those to be the most interesting movies, but yeah. at least it's acknowledging that to an archaeologist, it's all religion's religion. You yeah. just gave your god a different name. I'm here for the artifacts. <laughs>
0: and the women... <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the, what is it? The glory and the fortune For, and the glory, fortune and glory. Fortune.
0: Yeah. Um, Mala Ram played, as I said, by Amrish Puri. Amrish Puri is a extremely well known and well respected um, Bollywood actor. He has he has um, dozens and dozens of film roles. He's very famous in India. Um, no, sorry. He acted
3: in more than four hundred fifty films.
0: That's wow! Whoa! Dozens, dozens and dozens. And
3: oh,
1: dozens. Yes. Um, um, Panther Panjali was he in that? Do you see that in his early?
0: Um, I'd have to delve. Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyways, carry
0: on. Yeah. Um, the only other major Western role that's jumping off the page for me here is he had a small part in Gandhi. Um. The rest of our cast, mm. oh, oh, well, okay. There's
3: too many. Yeah. There's uh, a the, lot. Shout the... out to Dan Aykroyd as Art
1: Weber. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Tiny, tiny cameo with the camera. way back.
0: I legitimately, I don't think I ever noticed that was Dan Aykroyd until like I saw this ten years ago, <laughs> like like the last time I watched this, whenever that was, like. Okay. As a kid, I, I never, ever realized it was Dan Aykroyd. I was watching this the uh, other night. I was like, oh,
1: Dan Aykroyd.
0: And it was funny
1: that they didn't, you know, have any close-up.
2: What's his, what's his face from The Shining is in this as the British officer? Um, yes. Uh, he's uh, the, the original groundskeeper who chopped his kids up. Uh, Philip Stone.
0: Right. Yeah. Who was also the dad in The Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, he, he he actually um became a uh a a good friend with kubrick and worked on a lot of script stuff with kubrick in his later years that's pretty cool working on the many kubrick scripts that would never be made he loved britain yeah he was all about it yeah um i guess i'll mention roy chow who uh played um uh, Lao Che.
1: Sorry, just the Kubrick thing. Just we, um, you know, we talked so much about that scene with Shelley and he's yelling at Shelley Duvall and yeah. the effect it might had. And I was watching a documentary about movies the other day, and just Malcolm McDowell and that contraption he had to wear oh, on God. his eyes for so many. I'm just like <laughs> being yelled at about soup or being tortured physically. I wonder which one has a bigger.
2: Literally being forced to weep, yeah. While sitting yeah. There, yeah. yeah.
1: Assistants having to come and drop your eyes so that they don't dry out and oh. shrivel up. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. uh, yeah. fucking Stanley Kubrick. Hot.
2: So, and, I, and not not to compare their 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 traumatic experiences, just that Kubrick is capable of putting people through a, a wide more. variety of uh, yeah. experience oh, yes. that yeah. was that was my shot. point yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's a rainbow of trauma that he <laughs> inflicted upon his cast
1: yes uh that was a hard set fuck <laughs> recording
0: yeah yeah so all right um this was produced by Kathleen Kennedy and uh Frank Marshall who are uh Worked with uh, Spielberg and Lucas quite a bit. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Is currently ruining Star Wars. <laughs> with her woke agenda. Um, yeah. Why'd they make a girl in charge? Stupid. <laughs> why'd, they, why'd they put somebody in charge who knows nothing about the industry? She only worked on The yeah. Gremlins, Back to the Future, E.T., The Goonies, An American Tale, The Color Purple, The Money Pit, Empire of the Sun, Arachnophobia, Hook, Jurassic Park, uh, <laughs> Live... The Indian she in the cupboard, Congo, is. The Bridges of Madison County, Twister, Joe versus the volcano. So many of these movies were my favorite movie when they came. Capes fear so many.
2: Oh my god, yeah. yeah.
0: What does she know she about hear. anything? She's Jesus a juggernaut. Christ.
2: Yeah, I love I love reading people's uh, arguments about that kind of thing. I, this is a whole aside. I have a t shirt from a, uh, an opposing podcast that I listen to from Australia, Mr. Sunday Movies. They made a t shirt called Sorry Incels, Not All Content Is For You. In, yeah. In the, the She Hulk font. It's one of my favorite shirts I own. I went to the uh-huh. grocery store to buy shit from the deli yesterday, and the guy goes, Incels, huh? Do you like what Disney's doing with Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: had
2: this. I had Making this. Making like, it exist? Yes. 10-minute conversation with this guy about, like, did you like the Deadpool movie? Yeah. It's like, have you ever read a She-Hulk? No. And I was like, you should read a She-Hulk and then go back yeah. and rewatch it and tell me how you feel. Until then, it. you should probably not have an opinion about it <laughs> if you think that it's not. It's like, did she ever twerk in the comics? I love
1: that they're I, it treating was a great. It. I yeah. bet it was. I bet yeah. it was a weird job.
2: It was such a satisfying conversation to have yeah. in the real world instead of on the internet. They,
1: I love how they think that the MCU was an organic thing that already existed and now Disney is fucking it up.
0: <laughs> right. right. Like, guys, do you know like Deadpool and Spider-Man like had like a weird <laughs> romantic relationship in the comics? Like, it's not Disney making anything woke. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's comics.
2: They've always been like that. It just yeah. Yeah. I, I waited my satisfying. whole life
0: for comic book
1: movies. So are Real. some better than others? Yes. Do yeah. you take any?
2: Yes. And just because you didn't like something, it doesn't make it bad. Yes. Yeah. That's,
0: that's everybody what's amazing everybody out there, just yeah. because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. It's, bad. it's just yeah. Yeah. not for you.
1: Yeah. Right. It's like pizza toppings, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Some
0: people like pineapple. Some people don't. That doesn't mean it's... Makes At, it not pizza. Uh,
1: and there's people no who, point in trying to convince the pineapple person to not eat it. There's no people point. People who don't like pineapple are wrong. That's all I have to say, Josh. Let's get into it. <laughs> that's my point. I'm not gonna defend pizza toppings. I'm not gonna argue against them. I, I know am, what I a little, little onion, some... a
2: little pineapple. It's bell peppers good. are fucked. Get the fuck out of my house.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. I agree. Wow. I
2: agree. Wow, you guys are all on board with wrong, Jude. Agree. That's his
0: least favorite food, bell peppers.
2: I don't know why people think bell peppers are. Oh, raw? No, I like raw bell peppers, but when you
1: cook them, especially on a pizza, they secrete this oil, oh, and it yeah. just permeates the whole fucking pizza. But like, only raw that's ones what, with dip. I, that's I what mean, I've
3: been trying to tell people for so long. They don't yeah, get. Yeah. It. It's like, no, yeah, I can't pick them off the pizza.
1: Right. The oil is there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh. The natural defenses of the pepper. <laughs> See, <laughs> the pizza is already ruined. See, and, get out of here.
0: And then and then I personally I think pineapple is good only when it has ham or Canadian bacon involved. That's the I only time I like meat, it on yeah. a pizza, personally.
2: I mean I don't know what else you'd be putting pineapple on your pizza with.
0: Moon does just pineapple We're my pineapple, point. mushrooms, <laughs> and onions is Moon's go to. No
2: well, that's not a pizza. So, no, That's see, like but it pastry. is. <laughs> it That's is. That's like a pastry then. There's no meat on the – is there cheese still? Oh, no, no, no,
0: no, no. I'm saying with – yeah, cheese and like regular toppings. I'm saying just – yeah, it's pizza, Maybe but like Ro-
2: – Get a
1: portobello on your next Rocco's pizza. Mm. Awesome. Can I get the sausage and portobello? Uh,
0: so join yeah, us next week I'm for Pizza Talk. It. Right? Right? <laughs>
1: Just
0: because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, Yeah, I want Except that on a fucking covers. shirt. Just because you don't like it yeah. doesn't mean it's bad. That is bad, yeah. All right. Um, Temple th- of Doom. This movie was reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. Our next Spielberg movie
4: is his latest adventure film, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And this time, Indiana, Harrison Ford, is in the Far East trying to locate a stolen sacred stone. That is helping a bunch of bad guys dominate an entire village of children making the starving kids work in the mines the single most exciting moment in the film is a furious chase <laughs> those are his helpers in the picture a cute little chinese kid and a nice <laughs> little bluesy but i want to focus on the technical quality of that chase the sound the editing the music the special effect another spielberg secret is that he always assembles a team of fine craftsmen in his pictures who he then allows to really go whole hog and push the state of their art I enjoyed, for example, seeing Ben Burtt's name as the sound designer on this picture. He did such a terrific job on the last Star Wars film. Also, editor Sheldon Kahn, who's worked on five Spielberg movies, and of course, the composer John Williams, who has won Oscars twice for Spielberg films, Jaws and E.T. The magic of Spielberg, and this we have to make clear, is a collaborative effort, and you can see it in just 30 seconds of a chase scene.
0: I'd also like to talk about the technique of that chase scene. Later on in that same scene, the bad guys get in another car and chase them, and now you have a classic movie problem, which is a chase on a railroad track with one car in front and one behind. Same track. Same track. How does the guy behind ever do anything except stay
1: behind? And obviously Spielberg has looked at the general a famous silent picture by Buster Keaton, which is about a chase on the same track between two locomotives. And Keaton ran every variation on that, so did Spielberg. Parallel tracks, so they're fighting back and forth. One track goes above, Mm -hmm. another track goes above. There's a chasm that they have to jump. It's fantastic filmmaking, and it's wonderfully
4: done technically. Yeah, but he wasn't a film scholar in the sense of going to a film school. He couldn't get into the USA where he wanted to go. But he is a film scholar because he has studied classic movies, and that's another
0: secret. He knows his classic movies. He studied classic movies, and he's making classic movies. All right. So they liked it. They're right.
2: Yeah. Uh, They don't really talk about the movie, though. They just talk about his technical prowess in that sequence. And that sequence is the high point of the movie. Oh, absolutely. No one has any complaints about it.
1: What I love is how fictional the idea of uh, child slaves in the Far East is So out there.
0: They were mining iPhones. Um. (laughs) They were so easy even a child could make them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, Guys, are we ready to jump into the movie? Fortune and glory. Here we go. This is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We open on a big Busby Berkeley-style musical number, Anything Goes. In Cantonese. Yeah. Uh Which I think is so cool. Yeah, that was a really interesting choice.
2: Yeah. Um... Also, uh, are we hallucinating or is there a larger soundstage inside the bar with all the twinkly dancers?
0: Well, it's a fourth wall breaking opening. It absolutely yeah. has to be. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Yeah. It felt to me like, so
3: when she goes behind there, it gets grainy. So like uh, possibly in the club, they're showing a, a pre-recorded movie. Oh,
2: ah, okay. Well, uh, I never considered that. Of This dance number. Um, the grain. Is huh. in individually placed like you would place stars in a Star Wars uh, space battle. Hmm. It was very interesting to like look closely at it, and you know, big a big TV is the biggest TV I've ever seen Indiana Jones on. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they they hand drew the lights because they're not on any of the women. In interesting, it's just a weird detail. Like, why why put the stars on the ground? I guess because he wanted it to look more busy. Hmm.
0: Interesting. So, um, yeah, they uh, it ends. We're in Club Obi-Wan. Cool. Always cool to me yeah. as a
2: kid. This is my favorite part of this movie, I think, was seeing a Star Wars reference in something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's Shanghai, 1935. Indiana Jones Uh, briefly nods at a waiter, then sits at a table with crime lord Lao Shea and his henchmen.
3: Noting the year, this is one year before Raiders.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, crime boss and his, um,
0: and the Chinese, Steve Buscemi, who was sitting to his, yeah right? I thought it was, so this whole thing was a little weird to me this time around. Why is Indiana Jones giving an artifact to a crime boss for a diamond? What does he care about diamonds? Because it's something
2: else. It's the Kansas City Shuffle. He's going to keep it. I don't think he was ever giving him the art- artifact uh, earnestly. Hmm. I think that he was going to equip and fall out a window with it in his other hand.
0: I can buy that. Well, yeah. then why was he doing this deal at all? He had the artifact. He could have just gotten out of China. I think he needed the diamond, too. Hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> that's or like one a of those...
2: gigantic diamond, you know.
0: It was a big diamond.
2: Uh, that was in the a
0: museum. Maybe
2: mm. we're extrapolating too
1: much, but, you know, it's like the... Um... The uh, medallion that Raven would have, You know, like, I got to fight. It's a Star Wars thing. I got to find this thing before I can find the other thing to make it do the thing. Yeah, yeah. he's
2: tra- trading a paper, paper We paper didn't see house. any
1: of that. But yeah, it's just like, okay, I'll trade this for this. But first I have to get that. To get that,
2: I don't know. Well, and it's great because we don't know and we'll never know. And we're just kind of Drop. dropped at the end of an indie adventure.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. there was a whole movie
2: of stuff that he did. Yeah, yeah he made friends with that waiter. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally the end of another movie yeah. that we'll never yep. see. Like, that's the mm-hmm. climax that would have happened. You know, there's no chase scene, obviously. There would have been a chase scene if it was a real Indiana Jones movie. But it ends in a big brawl, you know. With, well, and then it ends in a chase scene. They get away.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the flying off is the end yeah. of that movie.
2: Yeah. I, it's perfect. It's in every way.
0: Yeah. So-
3: Except that he loses both the diamond... And Narachi.
0: Yeah, he doesn't ha- get either. Uh, yeah. And do they crash into
2: the mountain when inside the plane? Do those objects? Or do no, no, know, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, have, doesn't them. have them. Oh, They're left back right. in the bar. Yeah, oh, because yeah. he was left scrambling for the antidote. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the antidote right. became the and then the, his the, was, yeah. the vial of compound V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or Pim particles. They look like or a pimp Pim. particle little thing. I thought of the pun: pimp or, particles. Is pimp. It even- <laughs> pimp particles. No, they're pimp they're pimp articles like a hat or a cane yeah for clothing
0: Give me some pimp articles <laughs> uh, um, so the uh, yeah so uh, we meet Willie Scott she's the singer from the musical number. is she employed by Laoshaa I th- I assume that's his bar, right? I think that yeah. Yeah,
2: she is serving many roles yeah she's his this I-
0: western lady.
1: I, uh, I think it's that situation, like in Dick Tracy with Big Boy and Breathless. Mm. Like she works in giant quotes for him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably
1: um, a slave.
0: Anyways, they make the exchange. She likes diamonds. Uh, they drink. <laughs> <laughs> they w- women and their shiny rocks. Oh uh, yeah. But after drinking a toast, Lauché demands the diamond back in return for an antidote, telling Indy that he just drank poison.
2: I don't know why he drank that drink. I, I was not. gonna say the same. Like, is he an alcoholic? Is that what's happening? <laughs> He's like, "Ooh, is this my? Is anybody have, anybody claim this drink that's been sitting here <laughs> since before I sat down?" Yeah,
0: it wasn't served to him when he sat down, was it?
2: <laughs> oh, only drink bubbling. Yeah, like only drink what your guy on the inside who is serving the drinks delivers to you. Yeah, yeah, not the drink on the dumb waiter.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely not the drink on the dumb waiter. <laughs> Get the drink um, from the smart
1: definitely waiter. not against the
0: Sicilians. The smart waiter, <laughs> the <Yeah>. smart waiter. <laughs> uh, so, um, the future. We get a big. So uh, they shoot the waiter, Indy's buddy. Um, there's a but
1: not the piano player. Yeah.
0: There's a big uh, scene where Indy's trying to get the antidote, and the diamond is in. Falls out amongst some drop, ice. And... They drop balloons. They drop balloons. <laughs> yeah. Every big action scene have it should that balloons.
1: It should constantly be New Year's.
0: <laughs> this is the club New Year's every night. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, we get the gong. He cuts the gong down and runs behind the gong. Um,
1: and it rolls yeah. as if. The, the sound to remind us of the giant
2: boulder in the first. The one. sound design of the go- of the gong getting filled with bullets yeah. is one of my favorite sounds in this movie. So
0: yeah. Oh, and I'm really glad Siskelini Burt shattered out Ben Burt because that dude is a like he's he, the only he sound, get sound get editor product. I know the name of. He's
2: awesome. He's the reason why we have lightsabers and Tie Fighter sounds and R two D two. All of those yeah. sounds were cooked up by that guy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, literally created from thin air. Ben Burtt is as
0: responsible for the sound of my childhood as like Spielberg and Lucas are for the sights <laughs> of it.
1: Yeah. As my much, as much screaming <laughs> he, well, should yeah. be, he should be as well
2: known as John Williams, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because he, he changed the art
0: form. Ben Burtt and John Williams together is just the sound of that genre of filmmaking and it's
1: funny because i think the academy awards should just be the technical and science academy awards that is always off-site yeah it happens yeah. the day before and shit. it's like those are the people who are mastering a craft yeah not the guy who's pretending to be superman i hate to say and what
2: the f- they're the support for that makes that guy able to be able to look like he's Superman like, right, like he's just be Christopher Reed being like hey ma'am
1: like you said lightsabers didn't exist so we yeah. didn't know what they sounded like but now there is no other fucking but Ben sound. Burt
0: made us go and now Vroom. And now, now, we all, yeah. now that sound is indelible yeah
1: yeah, um, yeah it's those craftsmen that we remember yeah.
0: and and for fuck's sake it's 2023 give stuntmen an Oscar category already I don't know how that's not. Oh shit. That's crazy. These people are destroying their bodies. Mm.
2: So, I mean, at the same time, they're trying not to pay writers at all. So yeah. But, fuck but, you. Hollywood you executives.
0: You know, and we're asking quite Netflix a bit. Netflix executives.
3: We would have gotten a very different temple of doom. If chat GPT had written it. <laughs> we would <laughs> have. <laughs> <True>. Yeah. <laughs> As the <Thoreau> rope proved <laughs> off screen.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I asked, uh, for our listeners, um, I asked ChatGPT to summarize Temple of Doom for me. And it, it is it's not the Temple of Doom we know and love. <laughs> um so, all right. Um they managed to jump out. Indy grabs. okay so Willie ends up with the antidote in her bra. Indy grabs her, jumps out the window. They fall into a waiting car driven by Indy's associate, short round. Uh we get a big chase scene through the streets of Shanghai. Um Indy gets the antidote from Willie. They all make it to a waiting plane where they're met by Dan Aykroyd. Uh, no time for love, Dr. Jones.
1: <laughs> no time. <laughs>
0: uh they fly away, though we see the airplane is owned by Lao Che. Uh so I have questions about short round while we're leaving Shanghai.
2: Um the other operating guy, the uh the bart not the bartender, what do they call him? The waiter who died. Yeah. It looks uh-huh. like I go first into the great adventure, or whatever. Are he and Short Round uh, a package deal, hmm. or that, did Indie pick them up independently of each other? Because if they are a package deal, we never see Short Round be told
0: or ask to. or anything. Yeah,
2: there is no which which is like a. I'm not saying that the movie would be better for that, but it's just interesting. Like, were they a little trio, the three of yeah, them? Yeah, no, were no. They, that were they
0: working this. That, problem? that that Look, occurred to me that Short round had to have at least probably met that waiter at some point. And
3: yeah. uh Art Weber procured three seats, presumably not for
2: oh, Willie Scott, yeah. but for Wuhan. Oh. oh yeah. That's a good point.
0: Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Short short round must have been like, <laughs> I don't care. We got a white lady now. We're all yeah, good. <laughs> pretty, pretty white lady, yeah. Who speaks Cantonese,
2: yeah. which we never see her do again.
3: Um, uh, we had our first Wilhelm scream at 12 minutes and 16 seconds.
2: Did you count how many there are in this movie? Alex? Yeah, I was just, this, this is the most is abused
3: lot. Wilhelm scream I, ever. But, I mean, maybe there, okay, there were probably a lot that I missed because I only accounted for two.
0: Yeah, there there were oh, a there's bunch.
2: like a dozen it seemed, but like just, just
0: just like in the background, barely audible, yeah. Wilhelm's mixed in with other screams. I heard a few, but um, but speaking of Ben Bert, he is the one who popularized the Wilhelm scream. Um, okay, who? Uh, yeah.
2: Well, because uh, it was an Easter egg. Yeah, it's from the Great Train Robbery. No, like, no, that's that's something? a silent.
0: Um, um, what was it from? It, it's, it's from an it's early, from, early, it, early. Film. It's from it's from a 1940s uh, western. I can't remember the name of it, but um, yeah, no Curse
1: but, of the Sierra Madre or the Treasure of the
0: Sierra It's not from that one. It's from one that's not like a really well known film. It's not like one that's fondly remembered as a classic. <laughs> He's
2: doing the same thing that George was doing, which is paying homage to film, yeah, through his sounds and stuff. It's it's really fucking neat. Yeah.
1: In this, they're known as Willie Screams, <laughs> because that's her name.
0: Uh, so um, they fly overnight, and early the next morning, the uh, pilots parachute out of the plane, leaving it to crash. Willie wakes up, alerts Indy, and they all jump out of the plane in an inflatable raft. Can you fly this plane? No. Can you? <laughs> yeah. It's, the, it's a very progressive
2: question for Indiana Jones to be asking in thirty-five.
0: <laughs> This is, I feel like this is Indy's, well, I don't know, Last Crusade, he gets pretty flustered at times, but I feel like this is the most, like, Indy constantly being confused and flustered by everything. I
2: think it's okay, it's not out of character, because he just oh, lost. No. His movie ended with him, The the previous movie that we just started this movie on. He's he completely lost. Yeah, he no, lost no, no. Both of the artifacts in his little gamble and almost got poisoned to death and now is in the middle of India.
0: Like, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying that as a negative. I love yeah, Harrison Ford being confused, flustered, and grumpy. That is my preferred I, mode.
2: I never really considered all of those elements as to why he's not fully capable Indiana Jones that we see in Raiders. Because in mm. Raiders, there's no Stopping Indiana jumps. in Crystal Skull, he put he jumps into a refrigerator to survive a nuclear bomb. Like <laughs> yeah. in this movie, th- this is not that indie. This is underslept, overworked. Yeah, I think this is one of his first. Recently drugged.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is one of his earlier. Well, I don't want to say earlier uh, adventures because we do see. Him having earlier adventures, I yeah, I think that Indiana Jones has had an adventure since he was twelve.
2: I mean, there was an entire young, young show Indiana about it. Jones. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I don't think there's really a first for Indy because his dad was it, boring, and he escaped his dad or whatever. Um,
0: well, so, and his dad. Well we'll we'll, yeah. well, we'll 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 learn more about we'll Indy's dad next week. Um, but yeah. Uh. So yeah, they. <laughs> they, they there's the raft down the mountainside. Um, this is the point where Jude was like, Well, that's not how anything works. And I was like, <laughs> Shut up, know. kid. <laughs> I know, but it doesn't matter. I think so, the uh, physics holds up. I agree with Al.
2: Well, there you, you go. Know? The rigidity then, yeah. of the air pressure inside the raft itself made them spin enough to create drag enough to slow down. I and, believe
3: it. And just yeah, just the, the air drag, the 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 surface area. Yeah, you know, it was, its enough of a parachute. Even when <laughs> at, they went
0: a off, parachute. When they went off the cliff, there halfway through. I mean, they would
2: have sunny bonoed themselves at multiple points, uh, <laughs> flying through trees in a <laughs> and raft. the beat goes
0: on. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I
2: believe the falling from the plane. I don't believe the falling down the mountain through the trees. <laughs> I have a weird line. I don't know.
0: Anyways, they end up in a river. They're fine. They gently float to a stop. <laughs> yeah. They're met on the banks of the river by an old Indian man who leads them to his village where <laughs> it seems to be filled only with elderly people at this point. Well,
1: well the children have been taken. Yeah. Right, right, it's right.
0: A, it's a story beat. But not, not middle-aged or young adults. At this point, there's only elderly people. I noticed that's just this time, India.
3: 1935 India. It's hard living. There are lots yeah. of middle aged people. There, the there's well, yeah, those were all thirty year olds. My understanding
0: then. of this village is yeah, there's only sixty year olds and ten year olds. Nothing in so, between.
1: The British did, pop culture told me that's what India is. You know, like long bearded yogis and then little street kids who are the
2: British didn't enslave the children or the elderly. <laughs> 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 That was my take on that. Um, I love that she asks, where are we? And his answer is obviously India because there's an Indian dude (laughs) looking at me. Which is like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that, but it made me laugh when you see the guy like, oh, of course, that's his answer.
1: It's appropriate for the 30s. Yeah. You know, like, well, there's an Indian guy here.
0: I love how many people call him Dr. Jones like Mala Ram just intimately like being familiar, like Dr. Jones, like when did Mala Ram learn about Indiana oh, Jones? Dude, he read his PhD
2: paper, you know, he's, yep. he's got a couple of his books. Like the dude, his he, exploits are well, known.
0: the dude he meets <laughs> at the palace. Man. Sure. But everyone else is just like, Oh yes, it's Dr. Jones, the archeologist.
2: So, <laughs> if you're I, an evil, <laughs> magical person in the thirties and you hear about an Indiana Jones, <laughs> do you think like, we got a fucking Indiana Jones proof this place? man because if that guy are. shows up like we're trying to do evil magic here and his big thing is like stealing magical artifacts you like and putting them in museums listen
0: i've got an evil temple i'm in the middle of the african congo indiana jones is going to show up at some point guys we got <laughs> to <It's>, do something
2: <laughs> this is the day we planned for and uh, what's what's this guy's name Malaram? molaram 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 Um, he could have started a business had he survived. He could have been like, look, I offer Indiana (laughs) Jones proofing to Nazis, to the Russians. You know, if you're in evil shit, I'm your guy.
1: We'll handle all of your telecommunications. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They're like the uh, hackers that work for the corporations to show them how, what their, yeah. is, their vulnerabilities are. He is a
2: trap yeah. expert.
1: yeah. The, uh, Just sending Western Union telegrams that are like, we can consolidate your debt. <laughs> <laughs> Please respond. But Moe
0: Ram's like, look at this. Look at this. This trap is shit. Indiana Jones is going to go right through this. What you need are some more spikes. <laughs> are you
1: kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> you I want some of those booby traps that are triggered by light.
2: Just yeah. No, you just fill every entrance with snakes. <laughs> yeah. Done. Problem solved. A is hot I... dame on yeah. the other side read... and some snakes. <laughs> He'll be like, no, I'll just go with the broad. I'm not going to touch the snake
0: situation. <laughs> he, he read the indie profile in Tiger Beat. is <laughs> it Tiger Beat? <laughs> you, you know what? In In retrospect, Lucas and Spielberg were absolutely obsessed with rooms where walls close in on people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, were, and I mean, as a kid, they made me think I was going to encounter those at some point.
2: It's like it's like the quicksand thing, but like if you're looking at a at a box and you're composing a shot, that's the most dramatic thing you can do is make the the people in your frame get stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, it, it's like the most logical trap that you can put in a thing. Makes sense. They're because they're old school Buster Keaton kind of filmmaking thing. Oh yeah. Um, So when you think of, uh, you know, primitive man coming up with booby traps,
1: I guess yeah, that that wouldn't be a hard one. You have like these large stone wheels, and when they're stopped from moving,
2: well, and then you can't get in or out again,
1: right? Yeah, the stones just roll and push. them. (laughs) Compared to the light sensor, yeah, (laughs) the
0: temple light. The people of Peru were streets ahead. Um, Yeah, they were
1: (laughs) streets ahead.
0: So, um, the, the yeah, they take it. The old man takes them to their village. Uh, the crops are gone. Their sacred stone is gone. The kids are gone. It's all gone, man. All gone. This is a dead town. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> this one elephant
2: town. <laughs> they did a good job of like capturing. Sadness and making it feel sad and setting us up for the <laughs> end to be like satisfying, you know.
0: And fuck yeah. you, Willie, you're not gonna eat that food. That was just beans and rice,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. There's a chutney and a yeah. Yeah, curry what and was potatoes she eating in Shanghai that was so good. I mean, Chinese food is incredible. I also like it. Okay, can we talk but about it's the a, fucking it's depiction a good point, of Indian though. food? Uh, can we just get into wait, that? Wait, really wait, 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 wait. When we get I to know, the palace? Is, okay. Let's wait till we get to the palace. We'll get to well, the palace well, in a minute. Because this, this would be like traditional Indian food where they're at right now. You'd be eating long rice with some sort of bread and some sort of vegetable mush. Right. A,
1: a curry made with potatoes yeah. and yeah. carrots and
2: yeah. yeah. What they served her was something else. And you would definitely eat with your hands. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that Spielberg went a little overboard with the exoticism of like Indian food. He he was not like representing them as like a real culture. It's well, like, these are different people.
0: And when we get to the palace, that food—what even? That's not even. Yeah, yeah
2: that's yeah, just that was those, those are over gags.
1: So, but yeah, yeah, absolutely a gag because they're leaning into the joke of how finicky she is. Yeah, yeah. This village food uh,
2: served on leaves. Which yes. is not unusual, I guess. You no, no not TV. at all. Yeah.
1: In but, Central America as well, banana yeah. leaves. Yeah.
2: The Ball the leaves, Asia. the the
3: leaf plates didn't die in the blight.
2: <laughs> I mean, oh, that's not edible food. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, not they're worried made about by it. But like,
3: okay, we see the village and like all the plant life is dead. Mm. But except what they, I guess, off. nearby. when they find the river. Okay, they got to travel outside the village to go find. They the washed plates. they wash the leaves.
0: They're like, like dishes. I, I gotta go get some more leaves. It's a, a two-day trek for leaves for plates. Uh, <laughs> it's leave plates. So all right. Uh the Indy decides he's gonna help them out. He's at he'll go to Pancott Palace. Um, it's an overnight journey. Uh they camp that night. We get all the shtick with Indy and short round playing and poker and uh Willie being afraid of the jungle creatures and the elephant and the snake.
3: The snake was the the topper, was the yeah. cherry on top of this scene. Uh, when the snake <laughs> comes down and she thinks it's the elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he just silently <laughs> scurries onto that rock behind him.
2: I think I loved- that when when we see in DC a snake, that's the most acting Harrison Ford has ever done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in his probably. life. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my God! When he was trying to get the a- antidote, all I could think of was probastic. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I notice is in is Harrison Ford even at this time like he was fit, he was in good shape, but he was still shaped like a weird sixty year old, <laughs> where his like oh. chest is like weirdly out and like his that. Rip-
2: Honestly, Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom. I'm saying it right here, right now. Quote me on this. Is the male ideal body figure? Indiana <laughs> okay. Jones has got it going on.
0: I will take that over the Rock man any man day. Vibes.
2: Like, yeah,
0: as far as something to be like shoot for, like, give me that. He, I mean, oh I, yeah, the, the, I 100
2: believe everything that he is doing in this movie. He looks like he's physically capable of rolling around on the ground. He's he, he's like Shatner, where it's like, oh, okay, I'll buy this. You know, he's just going to roll around and fight a couple of dudes. But then you get to, like, modern era, Stallone, The Rock, that kind of you thing. You know what I'm... Like, he can't scratch his own back. How is he going to fucking wrestle two guys? Not not only that, <laughs> you know what
0: I'm getting kind of tired of is... um And, you know, I know, like, you know, women have been dealing with this shit for decades. But, like, the unattainable, like, male uh, per- body portrayal in just everything. Like, I'm watching fucking Mrs. Maisel and the husband on that who who is, like... A guy who owns like a nightclub and like does paperwork all day is fucking built like Wolverine. Like, why? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, th- there are a couple of exceptions to that. Like
2: Paul Rudd somehow managed to be, yeah. and and what's the space Robert Downey Jr. managed to stay relatively okay. Small. But these
1: are these are thin framed guys to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, but anyway. and these are guys like, are action Paul movies. Rudd never I'm talking had a like fat every period. fucking actor in every role has to be. Oh, built I know. now.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean look, man, you go to Target and the pictures of the dudes on the wall are yeah. all fit.
0: Mm-hmm. Bastards. I think tar- uh, Target you is you don't have the one plus
3: place size changing. You don't have plus size men featured on the wall. You have plus size women, plus sized women. That's okay.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: But no, no plus sized men on the wall. No plus nope. sized men in old Navy commercials.
0: Where's the love for oh. our plus-size fellas? And They they live in a world
1: where everybody's waist size is relative to their leg length. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. fat. I'm not tall. But God we, damn it.
3: <laughs> we can't really complain about that because Paul Blart,
0: that's, <laughs> That's the ideal male. Oh,
1: he had two mo- okay. I was I was lost for a moment. That's what peak Could I play Kevin James's wife? Lose twenty
0: pounds. Yes. <laughs>
2: oh oh. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So all right. Uh they make it to Pancop Palace. They're greeted by a bunch of I don't know, local rich guys <laughs> wearing turbans. Uh, yeah, weird welcome wagon. Yeah.
3: Um, I love uh, it. That was uh, Ch- uh, Chatter Lal. He was the prime minister to the
2: Maharaja of mm-hmm. Pencot.
0: And knew Indiana Jones very well. Wait,
2: so Pencot is a state within yeah. the nation of India. Do they all
0: have. Well, I mean, the nation of it's India didn't of a, really like exist at that point, keep- right? Yeah, it's, it's not really. No, a, no, yeah. The nation of India yeah, they- is like a colonial it's construct a- in the same way, like countries in. You know, like, like Saudi East. Arabia is. Yeah. yeah like this is Sykes like Pico a, so it's,
1: of it's the palace. So it's kind of like a castle. Yeah. And the keep, you know, like whatever lives within the walls of the castle.
0: Yeah. He's, he's the, 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 the he's the local the Lord of the manor, Lord of like whatever, however much around the castle. And he's at this point being propped up by the British colonial, uh, con, uh,
1: to keep the feudal. Yeah. Relationships going yeah. amongst the villages.
0: Yeah, so um, they go. I love Indy's, like, I'm I'm a professor outfit with this bow tie. <laughs> so sweaty and dirty looking. Like, that was, like, stuffed in the bottom of his bag. And glasses. Yeah. Yeah, his glasses. His uh,
3: glasses survived the fall from the plane.
0: <laughs> and his bow tie. He had a bow tie and glasses and his sports coat. Mine don't survive
1: me sitting on them.
0: <laughs> uh, So they have dinner, and this is where we get, like, the the eels and the monkey brains and the eyeball soup.
1: Yeah, just one-upping. Oh, yeah. It's like that snake scene surprise. in the <laughs> Snake surprise. Is the surprise snakes?
0: No, the snake isn't the surprise. The snake's right out in the open. The surprise is the eels.
1: Oh, are those eels in there? I thought they I thought were. They eels. were just baby snakes. Oh, yeah, I maybe. Mean, I don't know. They looked no, eels, eely, eely. To they me. did look eely, but I just didn't make that natural conclusion <laughs> that eels came out of the snake.
0: <laughs> well, that Dummy. that was eels in the snake, right?
3: Ryan looked I confused. They were, I always thought they were baby snakes. See, but, I, did too. I was thought they were. But they're very
0: shiny, they are very because they're black. They don't really have a head. They just kind of like. Like a visible one, anyways. They're just. Oh, they're snakes that haven't grown their limbs yet. The
3: only eels I can (laughs) pick. Yet. (laughs) The only eels I can picture in my head are moray eels, but I know those aren't the kind of eels we eat. Uh, No,
1: those are the ones that have talk shows, the moray eels. (laughs) 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 Not the father snake.
0: So, all right. After dinner. That night, Indy and Willie flirt a little. <laughs> then an assassin tries to kill Indy. What's funny to me is the assassin was sitting there pretending to be the painting the whole time Indy was trying to decide whether he was going to go visit <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Do you think he was like, oh, just make a choice, Indy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turn around at the least. <laughs> be like, Go is to her, Indy. P-
2: she loves you. <laughs> is that not the perfect opportunity for him to kill him? <laughs> I wonder
1: if, yeah, it would be. And I wonder if uh, a couple, like a decade or so later, that's where he got the idea for the raptor painting. Uh, the
0: raptor kind of comes oh, alive from
1: the I mural. That shot. Uh, yeah. He's like, shot. I did this in Temple
2: of Doom. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> but this time it's a dinosaur instead of. <laughs> I can hear time. the
2: raptor call after that scene. That scene's so <laughs> indelible in my brain.
0: Yeah. Um, so they. Uh, anyways, he kills the assassin. Um and then they undercover a secret passage into the caverns beneath the palace. The uh, the,
3: the rope fan killing mm. always yeah. haunted me a little bit. It's yeah, that like, was a bit I don't want to go that way. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. Hangings
3: well th- well then Al, don't
0: attack like Indiana Jones in the middle of the night. Don't in Jones.
2: <laughs> Al, stop playing with whips. <laughs> around my, ceiling fans. My friend's little brother uh used to uh, Be ob- immediately ob- obedient to the threat of I will put you in the ceiling fan. And the boy would scream and <laughs> sit oh, down. God. And <laughs> I think he saw this movie too many times.
5: <sighs>
2: Hangings are raw, no matter what movie it is.
3: Oof, or yeah. what style? Sorry, yeah. I, I I missed too a real. note uh, from the from the dinner scene. If those were snakes, Indy doesn't flinch at the table. Hmm. At the Maybe table. they were eels.
0: His snake sense didn't go
3: off.
2: <laughs> his indie oh. jingle. The snakes were vulnerable. That's where he feels his most <laughs> powerful. He feels I powerful I over them. the snakes.
0: <laughs> but he also didn't eat any of them. It's no. True. No, Indy didn't eat anything at dinner. Um
2: <laughs> I love that he doesn't eat anything at dinner. It's a fucking cool little touch. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's disrespectful. And he's intentionally disrespectful at dinner.
0: Yeah, no, no, it, it, this because okay. he
1: brought it up earlier. Even to yeah. build, I yeah. mean, so, etiquette.
0: We, it's it it. This doesn't hold up to Raiders as far as like the constructing of a film, but it is a nice touch to draw the contrast between um, dinner at or a meal with the villagers and how Indy approaches that, and dinner at the palace and how Indy approaches that. He's
2: so comfortable sitting on the ground eating with his hands. And he's so uncomfortable around evil people who have money. Right. You don't break bread with warlords. He's a scoundrel, but he still has Mm -hmm. scruples. Yeah. And they're weird. They're running weird, weird veins, but he's got them.
1: So uh, Luckily, he's totally against child abduction and slavery.
2: (laughs) Yes, luckily. Yeah. Uh, He would have done really well at the Jedi
0: Temple. Yeah. Uh, so totally. they get through the bug room um, they're trapped in the ceiling <laughs> collapse room with the spikes <laughs> uh, the willy gets them out they get through uh, some more tunnels and they find the the, <laughs> the uh, titular temple of doom What what is
2: the bug room for? is that to stop people from getting into the spike room?
1: Where, where they like, keep the hey, bugs.
2: Go no further. There are spikes. We put bugs here to keep you out of the spike it's room. It's one of those. Where they keep safety. the
0: bugs? Well, see, no, no. That's the, the, the spike the, the spike room. That was just like, you know how at museums there's like a butterfly room and you have to close the door behind you before you open <laughs> the door to go out. Yeah. unless they fly <laughs> it's out. It's like that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's
3: so, educational, I guess. Uh, it doesn't serve a purpose. I think it's just where the bugs like
2: to congregate. Did it's we dark. talk about the boy? The, I'm the saying, boy where they keep the, the bugs. The God King
0: kid. Oh, the we didn't Maharaja. talk about the, Yeah, the Maharaja. Yeah.
2: Aja. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> the Maharishi was busy with the Beatles.
2: Well, it's a different title. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he's he's seemingly innocent in this scene and curious and very bright-eyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Little do we know.
3: I heard stories about the thuggy and I'm ashamed for
2: what my people did. Does he know? Is he already in their thrall?
0: I think probably. at this point he's probably already Muller. I think everyone, when they arrive, has already been Mullerammed. <laughs> muller- <laughs> rammed <muller-rammed> hard. <laughs> what are your verbs? <laughs> uh, um, So, yeah, uh, they find the temple. There's, they got a real skull motif going. <laughs> <laughs> Their decorator found a theme and stuck with That's it. Classic, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is where the like
1: the ride at Disneyland is based off. Abs, yeah, absolutely. Everything George and uh, Gene, were talking about. Yeah, George. absolutely.
0: Um, Roger, um, but uh, and I mentioned this off mic to uh Josh, but there was a point where Mala Ram later on is whole, you know, he he has his hat <laughs> with the skull stuff all over it. And he has his hat off and he's just holding it and he's just, he's just stroking the tiny shrunken head on top, like stroke (laughs) a cat.
2: I'm curious whose head that was. Uh I don't know.
0: I don't think it matters. But but uh, also like, what is like, like, cause his hat, there's like horns and there's a (laughs) jawbone on it. Like
3: it's a cow skull.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: uh, but it buffer.
1: has a little tiny shrunken head on it.
0: Yeah, just who made that for him? You
1: got it on Facebook Marketplace.
0: <laughs> Do you think he was like uh, decoupaging that, that, it himself? <laughs> Bedazzling it. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Um, anyways, the temple is set over a lava whirlpool. <laughs> which oh my god, ow, lava. Is that how lava works?
3: Uh, Does it just swirl
0: around in a whirlpool constantly?
3: No, not so much. It mostly bubbles. Depends
1: on how far away from the equator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which direction the whirlpool goes?
2: The lava whirlpool. Call somebody in Australia to find out.
5: Uh, so they, Mr. Uh, Prime Minister.
0: <laughs> uh, so they find that there are three Sankara stones there. They put them in a big... St- Skull again. Again, somebody made a big skull and was like, This looks good. You think Mollaram like it? <laughs> then uh that we see the 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 uh uh where he pull Mollaram pulls out the dude's heart and the guy gets lowered into the lava, which seems like overkill. Once you pull out the heart, it seems like that's probably enough. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But he's still alive. He, <coughs>
0: <coughs> he is still what,
3: alive. He is still alive. Uh, it was a great effect, uh, dropping dude into the lava and his uh, he his heart mama. exploding in flames. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it was a cool scene. In Molaram's hands. Yeah. Um. Then at that I point. Did, I did karaoke the
2: other day uh, and the karaoke DJ's name was DJ Kalima. Ooh. <laughs> she was very good.
0: Nice. So, uh, at this point, the temple very quickly and efficiently clears out. Nobody's <laughs> left within moments. Just
2: quick. It's just a quick religious function, you know.
0: Be like, we've all got to get back to the mine in five minutes. Come on, we only have time for one heart flame, one human sacrifice. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. We're gone. How many hearts does that place
2: need? to keep the whirlpool spinning is that one, what a, day. Day. Yeah. Is it one a day is it like a know. yeah i don't know so how human sacrifice math works but uh, so so it's a mystical lava whirlpool okay fine yeah, if yeah, it's magic it's not a real lava pool because i don't know if you guys know this al knows this he's a scientist uh heat rises um <laughs> yeah and uh anything over the mouth of that is going to be Way too fucking
0: hot. Oh yeah, they'd be incinerated. So, yeah, it's yeah, not it's...
2: industrial lava. It's uh, <laughs> home, home made for the home.
0: It's, it's uh, it's, it's r- that uh, well, it's
2: religious grade lava. Where,
0: where you're you not gonna see, burn till you touch really it. Really bad
2: lava. Was it barbed wire <laughs> that had really bad lava, or was it nah. Tank Girl? One Tank. of the one of the recent movies we had had really bad lava. I don't think in. that there was. It lava. was like it's good lava chunks. Black chunks of foam. Oh, yeah, you can get that good lava. If what aware. was it?
0: What had the lava recently? I can't remember.
2: Well, I feel like it was barbed wire, but maybe that's just crazy.
0: If you want the good lava, then, you know, you've got to go to Home Depot.
2: You can't just <laughs> pick it up from extra. the grocery
0: store.
3: Um. So. Or bed, bath, and lava. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so Indy sneaks up to the altar, he gets the stones, but then he hears something and realizes the children of the village are being kept as slave laborers. They're mining (laughs) lava. They're trying to find the two stones. There's still two stones to go. Um, Indy, Willie, and Short Round are captured. Malaram forces Indy to drink some skull juice.
2: Drink the ooze
0: drink uh, the, <laughs> he has to wheeze the Who juice will
1: gobble one of us
0: yeah uh, uh
1: the blood of kali yes as it is said yeah um <laughs> but it's grape juice it's it just like is. we all know catholic
3: community <laughs> yeah and we find out they have voodoo dolls in
0: apparently in there are voodoo dolls yeah
3: um, There's at least one. There's an Indiana Jones voodoo dog. You know, wouldn't yeah. it
0: be, wouldn't it be weird if there was like a religion like this that was real where you had to like consume the blood of and flesh of your god weekly yeah, at some be, sort of
1: yep
2: uh huh really weird um, it's weird it's weird that they put that on another religion to make it seem weird
1: and a grown man has to put it in your mouth. Well, I mean. You can't take the Eucharist.
2: No. That's how
0: we've always done it. Yeah. You, you need a dude wearing a robe to stick the flesh of your God into your mouth. And your tongue.
1: Uh, and drink from his big cup.
0: And then chant in a, another language. Uh-huh. Um, so anyways, in a dead language. Um, this is where Molaram has, has his speech.
3: um uh, About uh, overtaking all the other gods. He's going to take down the Muslim God, then he's going to take down the
2: Hebrew God, then the Christian God. And then on Friday, Hulk Hogan's going to get it and rage in the cage. (laughs) Gore. Well, it's interesting because, from the perspective of those three religions that he called out, it's just Abraham's God. It's the same God. Yeah. Bearded dude who's mean. Yeah. Not a nice man.
0: (laughs) The bearded dude who's mean. Um, <laughs> aka, I have beef with him. AKA my mom's old boyfriend. <laughs> Call
2: and. himself God.
0: Uh, so, um. Anyway, so not the god of me. <laughs>
2: hmm.
0: Short round gets put to work in the mine. Indy gets brainwashed. It turns into one of Mala Ram's slaves. Um, they're going to sacrifice Willie into the lava whirlpool.
2: He's never looked better. Oh, my God. The man was born to be a slave. <laughs> I cannot say that about anybody except for Indiana Jones. Holy shit. Grease him up. Put a little born dust on him. Born to sh- Man, feed me grapes. He looks Straight, maniacally man.
3: happy. He Ooh, does. Yeah, he's,
2: having, he's having a good time doing it, too. That's what I mean. Like He's like, yeah, I'm into this shit, man. He's yeah. like,
0: it's like, I haven't Wait been this Raven happy since I took mushrooms this. at my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Ravenwood yeah.
0: Uh So. Um, Jokes
1: on you. I'm into it.
2: Yeah, literally. It's like, yes, I've always wanted to serve. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie, you guys.
0: He's like, Maul-A-Ram, what if I get an earring? <laughs> just
2: one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
2: I'll crash my plane a lot just for you. <laughs> what if I get an earring?
0: Uh, like, it's not necessary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not in the gay ear. It's like, would you would you still love me if I had one earring, Mullaram? Oh yeah. I wonder if he had stayed he had like that. Ear. Would they have become really close friends? Would they have been like, you know, Muller Ram's getting married this weekend, so he wants me to be the best man. So oh. I went to Shanghai and stole a bunch of artifacts for his He, wants, he wants me to walk his sleeve down the other. It, how long does the juice last could they send him would he then be indiana jones acolyte of mularam and hmm. kali Ma? like would he have been in charge of america because they're conquering the world like <laughs> one palace yeah. at a
1: time yeah you know
2: <laughs> like i really it's like good, the evil indiana jones outcome of this i'd yeah. love to revisit that evil indian how how
3: long does the blood of kali last if
0: yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, yeah, do you have it, to keep re up well,
0: I mean, Christianity. The, that, you got to go back every week. To that's re-up. the thing, though. I mean, it, it's a few days, but it stays in your system for a while. So if you have to test the next week, you still need to do a <laughs> you cleanse.
1: You have to do those slave drug tests that are so tough that yeah. <laughs> Kali Mott requires.
0: So uh, Shorty gets out of his. It stays in your system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the blood of But Each Kali. time you have to take a little bit more because your tolerance is building.
0: It's true. Until eventually, like sure, you're a slave, but only like half a slave all the time.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I just it's to not get sick at this point. <laughs> so oh, uh, we've got
3: we've got Willie sent up for sacrifice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shorty escapes his bonds. Good thing they put him in chains and then gave him a pickaxe and didn't watch him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's he going to do? Yeah.
0: Um I this is the first time I noticed how distinct Shorty's uh theme is. How there's the 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 short round motif that plays every time he's doing something and it's a little bit indie like but also has a it's got Chinese
2: instrumentation to it yeah it's got bells and a, a koto or something and, not a kodo because that's a Japanese instrument and it, it
0: plays it plays in that um I I, I I don't know what that scale is called but whatever that scale that is used in what's we consider traditionally like, Chinese like sounding an, music
2: an Eastern sounding yeah. scale like like yeah, dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Like, yeah.
2: It's, um, it's it's interesting to to hear how John Williams tried to spice it up a little bit yeah with because it's one thing to do that about a place because that fits thematically. We are in Shanghai, here's some music that evokes Shanghai. We're in India, here's some music that evokes uh-huh. India. You know what was but interesting. To, it, but to have that follow the character. I yeah. mean, that kinda happens with Indy too, because his music's kind of like Copeland. You know, yeah. he sounds like a guy who should Ba-dum. be on horseback with a gun in his Ba-dum. hand. You know?
0: Yeah. Like, what what I found interesting is that every once in a while, whenever they were doing something that was like, Oh, this is India, the uh, there would be like a single sitar string plucked, like, in the background with the orchestra, just like, And, and
2: not the not the falling, descending arpeggio thing. No, no, just like, like a right.
0: single one just to give you a flavor. <laughs> of yeah, tar- it's just a uh,
2: strum. John Williams was doing what uh, the guy, who obviously is a student of John Williams, the guy who did Mandalorian, I forget his name. Oh, um... The guy from Team Impala, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I can't uh, remember. Or whatever. Oh. Interesting. But uh, he he is, that's the whole vibe of the Mandalorian sound is uh, unique organic instruments, but Williams was doing that as like a flavor, like mm. a little bit of a smear of a fingerprint of like, you should be thinking of Indy. You're right. You're on the right track.
0: Yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, Shorty escapes and uses the twin powers of love and fire to wake up Indy. Um, this point where he says, Indy, I love you. The first thing that popped into my head was no time for love, Short Round.
2: <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That would have been a really funny line. I, honestly, it, Short Round is the hero of this movie. Absolutely. He is the, at, from the very beginning, he is the hero of this movie and it's so fucking cool. Well, you don't see this happen. You don't see Watson be the hero of the story in a Sherlock Holmes movie.
0: I would love to see Short Round's adventures Kahi okay, Kwan's the right age. Make a short round sequel. In the in the fifties
2: and sixties. Yeah. Him, like basically working for Indiana Jones or working separate from him. Just but having his own together. adventure. He like, doesn't need yeah. Indy
0: at all. It's just short round.
1: Yeah, because he could play like a character that's like a fixer. You know what I mean? Like when, yeah. when somebody comes to a foreign land, you know, you gotta hire somebody to
2: we could get a variety of Indiana Jones style characters. You yeah. know, you, you get your like, oh, yeah, there's some weird quarter mains, but then you get these Indiana Jones who are like solid dudes. That that would be really or fun. like or the
1: Asian versions of Indiana. Jo- I mean, yeah, yeah. There's nothing but artifacts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> artifacts as far as the eye can see. In China. You can't you can't walk five feet without tripping over an artifact. <laughs> They're everywhere around sure. these parts. Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, he wakes up Indy <laughs> with the fire, a fight breaks out and our three heroes escape the temple into the mine with the three Sankara stones. Indy.
3: <laughs> Question before this, uh, why didn't Molaram take Willie's heart?
0: Yeah. And the answer is because then Indy couldn't rescue her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Her I think that she was Indy.
2: I don't think that she was a sacrifice. I think that she was to see if Indy was turned. Was my interpretation of mm. that. Like, how do I the read that as bait. like, yeah, they were baiting Indy's like uh, devotion to Kali Ma. It's because that makes sense. it's because
0: Malla is sexist. He only takes men's hearts. Or he's doesn't <laughs> he like putting his hand he, through
2: he boobs. He stole Maybe my he heart. Through. Maybe he knows what he likes, and it's Indiana Jones, shirtless, greased <laughs> up, and covered in dust. <laughs>
1: Men's hearts.
0: Speaking uh, for somebody who talkless. agrees, Mola Ram yeah. loves to steal men's hearts.
2: He's a good looking. He's a
0: good looking villain. <laughs>
5: awesome
1: <laughs> we- headdress, wearing
0: wearing his his tiny head skull hat. <laughs> <laughs> it will never not be I, funny to me to refer to all these things as hats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's I hilarious. loved
3: when he's when Mola Ram slipped down the the trap door.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's like this bird's gonna fly he, <laughs> swing
3: he takes his his skull his horn hat off and, like, strokes it and just laughs and like rolls down the thing
0: <laughs> yeah. rolling down things is funny. she rolls yeah. down the trap door he has, a, he has an escape trap door in case things go bad at the lava whirlpool
1: luckily i was standing over there
0: anyways so yeah um indy shows up and uh and helps the kids uh, have a slave revolt. What I think's funny, Jude pointed this out. Hey, a white guy showed up and punched two people, and now we can go ahead and escape our chains. Um, yeah, They just
3: needed some adult guidance.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are kids. Um, so, yeah, then they free the children. They start busting the place up. There's a big fight. Uh, Indy fights the guy on the treadmill that's the crusher
2: the, the big foreman
0: yeah um who gets there's
2: got to be a big muscular guy that Indy fights every
0: time and then which
2: the, honestly i like the big muscular guy being the guy that the hero fights instead of the big muscular guy being the hero who can just yeah. punch everyone into the ground like they're nails yeah just walking around being like bonk, bonk
0: and bonk. and just like just like in raiders the big muscular guy has to die in a very gruesome way
2: because mm-hmm. that's the exact way that Indy was going to go. Uh, I, that's yeah. my favorite part of that is like Indy was going to get bladed to death by the airplane. And in this, he was going to get smooshed to death by the rock crusher.
0: Yeah. And instead, the big guy gets it. Um, so yeah. uh, they jump in the mine carts and head off. What is powering these mine carts? They are not going downhill the whole time. <laughs> Gravity and love, you know, momentum. Yeah. But they're not going downhill. There's a lot of uphill. I know, and but if
2: you have enough, if you have enough speed and momentum, it'll well, take you back uphill. So they got a really big push when Indy swings from the rope.
0: they are oh, lads- moving,
2: and he lands inside. So that's a bunch of extra mass and a bunch of extra uh, velocity that's See- added to the moving cart. See, I so thought, I, I, thought it.
0: I thought it was powered by the collective will of millions of dollars worth of Indiana Jones Disneyland ride tickets. <laughs> Did they have the arrangement for the ride prior to this? No, I don't think so. I feel like that came about in the mid to late 80s. I was gonna say Disney probably saw this and was like, fuck, we
2: need that.
3: Yeah. Um, the Maharaja told short round to take the left tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um like immediately after Indy jumps in the cart, he switches the track. Uh, the track.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I, and they come out in the wrong place. Out in they go on to the, the cliff. right. Yeah, they,
3: they go yeah. to the right tunnel. Yeah. Um, and then they make
2: several other choices. Yeah. I I really like but... short round and his interaction with each other. Where like yeah. immediately after he comes to, they're both like, "Hey man, we're we're good. <laughs> we're cool. I'm so sorry." Are we fighting right now? Like,
4: <laughs> it's a really, it's a really
2: cool moment for two kids to have this like adult interaction and forgive each other and then move on. That that to, like Indy wouldn't have done that. Indy would have like pushed an adult off the edge of the cliff. Like, we just fought for forty five minutes. I don't care how uh, brainwashed you were. Yeah, but short rounds better than him. You know, he's actually good through and through. He's pure mm-hmm. of heart.
0: So um, the chase yes. through the mines, they come out onto a cliff face, um, their mines getting flooded at this point, and the water's shooting out, and they have to climb over the cliff face to avoid getting shot off by the water.
3: Which the tunnel like, just empties out into the cliff. Yeah, what uh, was that
0: tunnel for?
3: <laughs> I mean, it was sealed off. <laughs> they They did go through some do not enter signs. To, to get to this point <laughs> do not enter they put up safety precautions
0: in the slave
3: mine they, they did osha um, osha man yeah but the tracks uh it, when they come out of the the hole in the cliff there are tracks that just kind of end there so maybe there was a bridge that went
2: across at some point mm. or plans to develop one once they have conquered <laughs> the,
0: the world. <laughs> They're like, the eventually, fund, once
2: we got the world, the we'll build that approved. bridge. Yeah. yeah,
0: Mala Ram's like, wait till you see my plans for pancot Mark Two. <laughs> <laughs> Track housing. Yeah, Europe. I have
2: a water Euro-Pancat. park. <laughs> <laughs> stick one train car from India all the way to Europe.
0: I love to see Malla Ram's. It's a small world.
2: Or <laughs> just like people are slaves <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> the just animatronic the people's world. hearts being ripped out.
0: <laughs> Little animatronic, like Swiss Alps people like worshiping Kali of
1: wonder a world. Of-
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, uh, there's shorty and, uh, uh, Willie run off one way Indy goes the other. We get the thing where he's going to shoot the guys with the swords, but he doesn't have his gun cause it got lost at the beginning of the movie. um, and then, so he ends up with a sword. He runs out on the bridge. Shorty and Willie get captured by Mala Ram. Uh, Indy threatens to throw the stones into the chasm below, but Mala Ram makes Willie and Shorty go out on the bridge with Indy, believing Indy wouldn't endanger his friends. However, Indy does endanger his friends. Yep. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> and without any thought. I, I love he, that he it,
3: does he does warn Shorty in Chinese.
2: He does. That's true. I love that he is a bad gambler. At mm. every point <laughs> that Indy has to like high stakes. I'm gonna launch a rocket at the Ark of the Covenant. I'm gonna drop <laughs> yeah. these rocks into the ocean. And and everybody's like, No, you're not. <laughs> like, what you do you yeah. doing This stuff to go I to think- the British Museum, you sick. <laughs> His bluff Dog? gets called every time. Every time. No one believes that you, you want to wreck a thing that's a thousand years old, Indiana Jones. Really? Really? Yeah. After all of this? They oh, showed us lady. in Raiders
1: with the sand bat. You know that mm. most of what he does is chance and luck. Like they make it seem like he's precise, but he's not. And, and that's is <laughs> just grabbing
2: handfuls of sand. There's a reason why Indiana Jones fell from an airplane and landed in India is because luck determined he needed
0: to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, luck. Uh I, I wanted to go
3: back real quick uh to after the the swordsman gag mm-hmm. with with the gun. Um he defeats them through regular battle and then chases after the one with the sword. <laughs> yeah. And then the Star Trek nod of he then turns and flees from the ensuing army. Oh,
0: like the, oh, that's from Star what? Wars. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. Running, he, ah. yeah. Wow. Oh. And they're running away. Ah. I didn't put that together. That was the same gag, huh? Yeah. It rhymes. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> it's poetry. That's poetry. Uh, so he, uh, yeah. So the cliff. They're hanging from the bridge off the edge of the cliff. Him and Molaram fight, and uh, Molaram's gonna pull out his heart, but then the stones start going on fire. His bag bursts into flames. <laughs> And Molaram falls as two of the stones fall into the pit, and there's some crocodiles that eat some people.
2: Indy, your heart. <laughs> like, he forgot? <laughs> it's like, oh, like, he needed to be reminded. you're right. You watch this guy rip a guy's heart out before you drink the poison.
0: I mean, that was Steven. It's his only move. That was Steven Spielberg <laughs> or George Lucas being like, do you think the audience needs to be reminded he can pull up people's hearts? <laughs> Indy needed to
3: be Yeah, he's like oh why is this guy making this weird claw thing with his hand
0: (gasps) Indy you're hot why is his (laughs) (laughs) is he gonna (laughs) pull out my liver into your heart (laughs) oh that's right my heart's there (laughs) not my liver Homer the
2: like an editor's note in a comic book (laughs) please see 45 minutes earlier in the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) Homer you're just not letting go of the cans um so uh, then, uh, Malaram falls. Indy is climbing up the bridge. He's getting shot at by the world's worst archers, but then the British arrive okay, to save the day. just like they that, always do in India. The arrows while he's climbing the
2: ladder, you can clearly tell that no one is shooting. Obviously no one is shooting bow and arrows at Harrison Ford. Sure. While he is hanging from a, a, a bridge on a wall, but there are people on the crew throwing handfuls of yep. arrows like by the bundle at him and they're uh-huh. all hitting around him. And it is the funniest shit ever. It's yeah. one of my favorite shots in this movie where you watch it and you're just like, wait, was that a dozen arrows in like six inches? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> uh, so
3: Molaram Moller- had the uh the second prominent Wilhelm scream that I noticed. Mm. Just before he got eaten by the crocodiles, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's gonna happen.
3: Um. So, anyways, he, if, if I ever get eaten by crocodiles, I am gonna Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Absolutely. I, if you gotta oh, get. How it hopeful that out. you said if.
2: Yeah. Did <laughs> we talk about on
0: air the uh, return of the Jedi Wilhelm scream? I can't remember. The Sarlacc pit, uh, Boba Fett. No, no, no. In um, wh- when they're on the, forced moon of Endor, um and they're inside the compound one of the uh imperials gets thrown into like the generator the electric generator thing and there's yeah, a Wilhelm yeah. scream that was Ben Burt in a cameo and he didn't do he he did a live Wilhelm scream no oh, nice. yeah that's
2: wow that's cool yeah i wonder how much of his voice is in these sounds too
0: i bet a fair amount is here because, in because i mean
2: it's it's the most manipulative thing that we have as far as audio goes you can make way more sounds with your mouth than you can with any physical object besides a computer or
0: whatever yeah yeah he's got to be
2: he's got to be physically in these movies because of that
0: i didn't even consider that that's wow um so uh they defeat the cult they rescue the children indy willie and short round return to the village with the kids the crops are back the kids are back indy Kisses Willie, credits roll.
2: I love the way that ends. This felt way better than the ending of uh, Raiders. Yeah. Like Raiders, he saved the the thing, goes into the storeroom, whatever. But this ends with like, Indy made an impact on people's lives in a way that they know. And he will be known for, there was a white guy who fell out of the sky and saved our village. (laughs) <laughs> and our children back like you know like the whole wide savior thing beside that like he's not doing this for anything this shouldn't that go into a museum no it'll just collect dust it's much better here yeah like it's I a like more definite
0: much, ending for sure it's a more yeah. classic ending he kisses the girl there's a sunset like you know and and it's just another adventure on the in the daily life of Indiana Jones like i said of all the indiana jones movies this is the one that is most like this is just a random adventure he had that t- means nothing and connects to nothing
2: this movie gets a lot of hate i i get that but at the same time i fucking enjoy everything about this movie
0: yeah it's fun as shit yeah yeah a, i was smiling the whole time just like It's so fun, and it moves. It moves so fast; it does not stop, like for breath ever. There are
3: no lags. It's uh, longer time-wise than Raiders, right? Mm,
2: Yeah, I think so. That's that was ninety-six, and this is two hours,
0: or something like that.
2: I thought that that was like almost a tight nine.
0: Uh, well, let's see. Um, so maybe it was a
2: two-hour Spielberg. It's gotta be
0: rate. Well, Temple of Doom, uh, like we said at the beginning, was uh, 118 minutes, so almost full two hours, and Raiders was 115 minutes, so three-minute oh. difference. They're almost exactly the same length, off by a okay. few minutes. So, yeah,
3: I don't know why this somehow felt a little longer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it it it, it more drag, drags yeah. a little bit and it's got the whole opening sequence. It's Return of the Jedi feels so long because the first act is on Tattoo. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, which honestly I the comparisons between those two story structures are interesting to me because that starts with a side quest and this with starts with a boss. side quest. But they do very different things to the story. Well, yeah, let's you know? be
0: clear. Return of the Jedi starts with 20 minutes of people arriving and oh, places. Which is awesome.
2: I love it. I love it so much. It's getting the whole crew <laughs> back together. They're just delivering our team. Whereas this, it's like we're jettisoned into something else.
5: This, Literally, this is they fall out of a plane. Yeah.
2: yeah, this is disconnected in a different way than that's disconnected. Because yeah. they had to do that to get to the rest of the story. This just happened, and then the story happened. I prefer this, I think.
0: Yeah. Um so, did we have any unanswered questions? I have one. Mm. Uh did Willie make it out of India alive? I would assume so. I think I think she's back it's, in Missouri.
3: It's like, a long road to Delhi. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is.
3: Um but sure. if she did, how long did that relationship
0: last? I have another yeah. question. Why did Willie get involved in the whole like diamond Indiana Jones thing in the first place, she had a nice setup there. She could have just walked away from that table, and when it was all done, be like, I was crazy, Lausche. I'm going to go home now.
2: Well, and Indy, the first thing he does is hold her at knife point twice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves a scoundrel, I guess.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And dames love big diamonds. They do.
2: Yep, They are a girl's best friend.
0: Um, so hasn't. Yeah. Whereas, I guess who dogs? broke up
2: with dogs? Be a dog.
3: Be Speaking happy. of uh, Indy and Willie's relationship, who broke up with whom?
2: She found out about the sixteen-year-old uh, he had been bedding before <laughs> they got together. Right.
0: Um. I. Yeah. I think. She, I think. I. I don't think anyone broke up. I think he ditched her at an airport somewhere, like in, in like, Egypt or something.
2: He caught wind of an artifact, and he's like, "Sorry,
1: girl, have
3: I'll, fun in Missouri." Yeah. <laughs> he he created some hijinks to separate them.
0: Yeah,
1: and she <laughs> she's stuck on an animated plane that just goes
0: from, <laughs> around, around. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Any final thoughts, guys? Nope. Yeah. So. Ready uh, for the next one. Yeah, Temple of Doom, man. It was fun. Going back to that next week, we will be watching indiana jones and the last crusade sweet my favorite yeah but is it is it the last crusade it? only it time it? will tell and it has that movie came out 35 years ago it is the
1: last crusade because they find it yeah they well it okay the last
0: crusade yeah
1: yeah just like raiders <laughs> it's not about him.
0: yeah it's not so that's it. Thank you, everybody, for hanging up, hanging out with us uh, on Harmless Phosphorescence. We'll see you next week. This has been your host, through Smiley. And I would like you to prepare to meet Kali in hell.
1: I'm Josh CC, and at least in my family, monkey brains were traditionally a Christmas thing.
2: I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm not going to have anything nice to say about this place when I get back.
3: And I am Conceited Ape, Al or whoever.
2: You think too much of yourself. We'll see you next time. Until we eat your brain. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We'll see you next time, everyone. Bye.